and welcome once again to the How Long to Beat podcast. Uh, it's Rick coming at you with Alex and Paola. And once again, we've got the lovely boys from Studio Voyager back in, Aaron and Viz, or Vice if we're feeling fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Right, yeah. We're going to depart from the usual format uh, and we're just going to have a big old talk about the game that these guys just released, What Lies in the Multiverse, available now on Switch and PC, and I think PlayStation and Xbox? Yeah. Yes. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox, GOG, Epic, I think. <laughs> Everywhere! <laughs> and Tesla. I'm reliably so informed true. there's Vita and Wonderswan ports on the way as well, so keep your eyes out for those. <laughs> right? That's right. That sentence is not allowed for our layers. Talk about this before the... <laughs> Pending non-disclosure agreement. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to jump straight on in to talking about the game release, basically everything that's happened since we spoke to you guys six months past. Um, and we're going to take a deep dive into the game itself uh, and do an analysis that Alex is going to tell us a bit more about because that is very much his specialty. I'm, I'm along for the ride as much as you guys are, right up until the end when I will be taking the seat back and hosting this week's edition of The One, The Only, The Unbeatable, Aaron and Vish, you best fucking join in this time. How, How long, long to beat, beat the, the game? game. <laughs> they got us again. But actually, again, yeah, that went very well. Yeah. Remember, I will be hosting it this time, right? But that's okay. <laughs> oh, no, right. Fuck. Ah, it's all gone is... to part. It's all gone to part. I got the host wrong. You've not joined in again. For anyone who doesn't remember six months ago, I got very upset because Aaron and Viz didn't join in with how long to beat the game. And I'm just sad now. So We can do yeah. it. We can do it. Like, be you, okay. No, uh, really. no, it's gone. It's too late. <laughs> the ship is sailed. No, you released the game no. well done. Very happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, God. no, but, but jokes aside, like, obviously, massive achievement. None of us have got eShop games. Like, that, that's not a thing that we've ever done. And I, I suppose what I'd love to start us off with is tell us what's happened between then and now, because obviously there's a process that you've gone through like to get that game on the shop. So what, what have the last six months been like? What's the timeline been? Crying a lot. <laughs> I was going to say the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, how are you feeling? Is it good well, for people, <laughs> people think about us. Like... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I didn't feel like six months like, at all. Um, how long has the game launched? Two months ago? Two months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably when last time we spoke, the game was uh, getting ready to, to launch, to be honest. We were like uh, already finishing everything up. Like, we're like around three fourths of the, the way of the development. And uh, oh my God. Yeah, that Adam ha had hope about the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, it was very difficult, but it was it was fun to be honest. It was a very fun way of, fun. Uh, of learning right. things. Yeah. Okay, it's trying to be positive here. Don't, <laughs> don't shame me. <laughs> like, it was fine. I, fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was okay. It was a thing that happened. Yeah, I sort of feel like I understand you guys a little bit. Like I've been in creative fields for a long time, and when you know when you release a big project or you know you get it done, there is this such a feeling of just like <sighs> emptiness, void. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you 
just use Saya Saya for leaves rather than like, celebrate. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big, what now? Like, uh, what are we going to, to do now? It was this, uh, how, how was this uh, meaningful, to be honest? Like, mm. uh, uh, of course, uh, that starts getting filled when people start playing the game and people start talking about the game, to be honest. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, that, that 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 came with uh, like a really uh, big sense of euphoria. Like at some points, like watching people play and laugh and enjoying the game, and that was really worth it. But after that ends, like literally, like after the stream ends, I, I was like, "All right, what now?" <laughs> and it's it's like a drug. I I and really um. I think the um, best way to to explain it is like getting on a roller coaster, like having a lot of fun, like having a lot of thrills, a lot of scary moments, and just getting off, like very excited. And your parents said, "Okay, we're off. Uh, we need to yeah. go home now." And it's like, uh, oh, okay, yeah, I think it's over. <laughs> then this, the, the I and want to. I, uh, it's still very joyful. Like, um, I, I. I personally have enjoyed a lot uh, of moments um, after the game launch, but the burnout was very um, heavy, like yeah, really big. Um, so we're just really tired, really fucking tired. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that that comes with with a price, you know. Like um, I can't enjoy that much um, all the things that happens if I'm just so so tired you know um, but it's also, it, 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 also you're very tired and you try to rest and you don't know what what is resting anymore to be honest because you yeah. get get like you get so used to the very stressful thing very doing stuff very like uh, uh, we need to check this we need to check that when there's nothing and you want to like just sleep uh, for for the afternoon you feel like I should be doing something, or maybe I shouldn't, um, and start, uh, and you start doing that, and you, you need to get uh, the, um, uh, get used to that feeling of, of yeah. Now is the moment to rest. Now is the moment to, I don't know, read a book, uh, watch, play some video games for a chance, uh, and yeah. start thinking about uh, making video games for 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 a couple of, of seconds. To be honest. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's one of these things we see where there is such a pressure um, after any type of really creative endeavor to be like, what's next, right? Like, it's like, okay, yeah. good job. But then when you drop this, like you've been saying, and you, you mentioned it in the last time you were here too, this has been a part of your life for years, right? Years. Um, and then when you drop it, it's not like you get to go and play it. You've been playing it for ages, right? Like, this is your thing you've done. So it's just like, all right. Now you all go enjoy it. And I can imagine there's that sort of feeling of like, oh, what was this all about? <laughs> Which hopefully today yeah. we can answer some of that as we dig in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy ride. Like, really crazy. Um, it was a good roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we sound really bumped out. <laughs> we, no, we, yeah. started, we, we, we started sound... the, the podcast really heavily, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we hit our lives. <laughs> but, but no, yeah. it, it's, it has to be better. Like, um, it is, it's 
been a really wild process. Um, mm. Even um, before and after the launch, like everything, literally everything. Um, and it has been like just two months. I, I feel like we launched the game at two years ago. It's, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I can understand that feeling. But I think too, I hope listeners can understand too, like that feeling. If if any of them have done any type of creative work, that like this is a pretty natural feeling afterwards, right? That sort of yeah, like, you're not actually down, but it's just like it also feels weird sometimes to just be like, oh yeah, like so oh, super excited <laughs> about the thing you did. You know what I mean? Like there's like it's, it's just I did a thing. Okay. <laughs> um, then something I want to ask because I, I remember we were laughing about this a little bit, but we wanted to talk sort of like about like um you know what were some of the things that you had to do even in launching a game because you know we sort of think about like okay well obviously the game i guess has to get accepted somewhere and like you know trailers which i remember we were talking about um the kind of humor of one of your trailers dropping on like the microsoft activision acquisition day (laughs) 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 which we i just remember talking to you guys i think on that day where you're like wow which i don't know if that was a bad or a good thing because i mean hey that trailer got a lot of views right because <laughs> wasn't it PlayStation i don't know people say say like uh, hey man bad marketing is still marketing like <laughs> yeah <laughs> happens, yeah. yeah i think the, the most i remember is just the comments are like is this what playstation answer is going to be yes uh, <laughs> yeah. this pixel thing retro atari thing because people love to say atari for pixel art i like yes we are the big thing now. <laughs> we are PlayStation. Yeah. This is yeah, big, way bigger than Blizzard or whatever is going on. Right. This wasn't like a you know, scheduled drop or anything. This was a specific response. Yeah. <laughs> we have the answer to your to questions. Yeah. People don't know this, but the trailer was on a USB stick behind a like breaking case of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call the multiverse guys now. <laughs> amazing um so yeah what were some of the things like i guess to think like you know you, you had your trailers that would go through um did you guys do press like what what were some of the stuff that you you did um around the launch of it i guess uh the for the for the activation blizzard was the launch date that was going to get released it wasn't the launch of the game thank god it wasn't the launch of the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the yeah. game yeah uh, but we we did a lot of stuff to be honest. Uh, for the well, especially the trailers, there was uh, like four trailers, if you remember correctly. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely, the launch trailer is the the most fun one. The the one that has both acting is so good. Uh, I really like that one. Um, yeah. And we did a streaming. A week in our in, in our Twitch channel for Studio Voyager, uh, where we talk with the developers so people get to know them. Uh, it was very fun, to be honest. Uh, we tried to keep the launch date as a an a thing, a special thing for us, more than a big marketing stunt about everything. It was like let's make this let's make this fun and make it very uh, close to the people because that's how we try to keep things. That to, to keep it like you know what we love games and we love making games so we're going to share a little bit of, of that uh, about uh, a little bit of that love that we have did you guys have yeah a- that, that, that was a really fun week to be honest like very stressful 
obviously like <laughs> there, there wasn't much work to do um in terms of the game like the game has to be ready sometime before the match yeah just if not it's 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 too risky if not so yeah the game was ready at the time and we we only had to do marketing but at our side like literally nobody knows uh knew us Mm. um so we said like hey let's do something fun like (laughs) we Let's talk with our team. Uh, let people know know them because they're really awesome people. And that was a really fun week, to be honest. It was kind of tiring because there was like two a stream a day. Um, wow. It's, yeah, I think Tuesday, uh, Monday and Tuesday were yeah, two streams. And we were eight people. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was exhausting, but it was fun. It was really, it was really fun. Um also, a little bit of, of knowledge about game development, as Vicente said. Um, the games for consoles, you need to get approval from the first party, being PlayStation, Nintendo, or Xbox, uh, or Microsoft, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, <laughs> they need to get approval of the version of the you're uploading to the store. And uh, we did a thing that people noticed that uh, we have a first day patch. So that means that they also need to get approval. So, uh, so the first day patch was going to needed to be ready at least a week before the the, the launch date, of course. So as game development goes, it, it wasn't ready. So every, everything was going running around, doing things and all of that. So when the launch date, we didn't have anything to do, and it was very weird because every, we have been doing. A lot of stuff for a couple, three months because of the two submissions. And then nothing in that week. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we talk? Because we can't, we can't, uh, we, we love to, with the team, we love to spend time like in Discord talking, making fun of people, making fun of Visa, especially. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's making fun of me, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was not way. It was not way. <laughs> uh, so if I like, if we're going to have fun, talk, why don't we stream it and share with the people how much we, we uh, enjoy talking with people? Make it public. Make it a marketing stunt, of course. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was a really good stress relief. Like, yeah. we were really nervous, so that was just like, all right, let's chill out and <laughs> let, uh, make this week like, I don't know, yeah. lighter. Yeah. If we haven't done that, I actually haven't know what I have we done with the stress, with the <laughs> the amount of like nervousness that we have for the lunch. Uh, that was a very good way of like focusing that in something sort of productive. Um, uh, yeah, because it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you needed something to even take your mind off things for a bit because, like, yeah, you release and it's just like, all right, it's out, now what? <laughs> right? Like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of release, so um, you're sitting on a freaking 80 on Open Critic, which not too shabby at all. Um that's, that's just oh really? Are we we reached eighty? <laughs> oh yeah, you're at, you've been at eighty since like release, pretty much. I think. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Last, last time I checked was like 79, I think. 83% critics recommend. Strong. That's freaking hard as shit on Open Critic. Like, Trust me, as someone who plays a fantasy critic league, that is hard as hell to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so how, how how was the reception? Like, are you, this is what I'm curious about. Like, are you the kind of guys like where you're like, you're looking at all the reviews and stuff or were you just kind of like, nope, nope. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's a special. Every list. single one of them. Yeah, how was that? I, it's terrible. I, it's terrible. I I cannot I, handle it. I I I, I skim through it. I like, oh, they like the narrative. Oh, they like the comedy. Okay, that's that's enough. Uh, the the score is like something. Yeah, okay, that's all. Uh, like I can I can look more because I, I get very stressed and like I, I'm like I'm like she have done this, she have done that. It's like, no, okay. I, I, I actually it's, don't it's mind. <laughs> but I, I Vicente, Vicente I, has I, a mind of his own and starts sending me <laughs> lists and lists of reviews. <laughs> like, did, did you read this? Did you find this quote? Or did you find this funny? I'm like, Vicente, I don't want to read it. <laughs> I like the idea that you're like emailing that copy pasta back to every review. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking about my I, I think, I think I, I have read like every line of every review at least twice. Damn. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's terrible. Like, I I can't say I I have enjoyed. Like, it's it's stressful. Like, even with the good reviews, um, I I'm always like um criticizing my game uh, so every time someone uh critics some something like even the tiny little bits i'm like all right yeah yeah that's fair and that just sticks in my brain so uh, review after review after review like it was really exhausting and but i i couldn't stop like <laughs> it, it wasn't something like i wanted to do it, it was something so like i like had to do I had to, yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> correct. Um, yeah, I but I, like... I'm, I'm really thankful with some of the reviews. Like some of mm-hmm. them, um, even my family, <laughs> after they read them, um, and and just uh, a fun thing, my my dad uh, doesn't know any anything any English. Like oh, okay. he doesn't know English. So my brother actually translated one of the best reviews like one of the oh, awesome. 10 out of 10s yeah and he printed it <laughs> he printed the whole review and then sent it to my grandma oh that's <laughs> so sweet oh, man it was the most beautiful thing <laughs> i ever saw and i like some of that kind of stuff happens and i was so sad for it like that kind of stuff um maybe makes me seem like all right, this was a really good thing we made. And and that helps because uh, there has been a couple of bad reviews. Um, and not even bad. Uh, I, I think the worst one didn't have a score. So I don't know how bad uh, it was, um, but it was harsh. Like Ooh. even the comments, it, it was a YouTube video. And even the ah, comments yeah. was like, oof. Her review. <laughs> it wasn't the escapist one, was it? Because that one was a little. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it was no, that one. Okay, okay. That uh, one. but I remember like uh, watching the comments because uh, watching the review was hard, 
I cannot say that I was. I agree with the video. <laughs> Vicente, we talk about this. Uh, uh, but I remember the the comments, like people complaining about it. To be honest, complaining about the review, like like I enjoyed the game, I liked the game, or stuff like that. It's, it's like this sort of feelings, like the 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 thing I liked. Um, some, some people did agree. Yeah, no, there are people that agree, but that, no, there are people that agree and uh, that said I, I will not buy the game or stuff like that. But um, I, I didn't see any comments that said like I played the game. I agree. I don't. I don't remember. Listen. Maybe a selective memory. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. So every time I look at my fridge and there's no food in it. I say like, oh, fucking escapist, like. <laughs> uh, but but I remember like two uh, two reviews. I remember correctly. Uh, the first one because it was the, like fair review we we got. It was at uh, five of five or ten of ten. It was a perfect review. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I'm okay. I'm sold. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> uh, but there was another one that was. Very good. I think it was an. I don't remember. If it was a nine out of ten or a complete score. But that one was very special to me because uh, it talked about everything we wanted to do with the game, and explained everything we wanted to the player to feel about the game uh, in a very direct way. And just one person, one person that decided to write the review. Uh, understood again was very important to me. I remember, like, uh, I remember crying like my ass off in like uh, oh. in my home, and then coming a drink because it was like, okay, this, this is too much feelings to, to, for me right now. But yeah, that, that one was like very special to me. Um, but uh, as a segue, to be honest, uh, the the thing we watched the most was the streams. A lot of streams, a lot, a lot of streams. Uh, we the the, uh, the Polish got in contact with a lot of live streamers to to play the game, to review the game, and a lot of them just want need to play one episode of that or one stream of that, and people keep playing and keep keep play having fun, and we jump on the streams, on the chat, talk with them, and I don't know. I think that's the most. The most meaningful, or not the, most, the most happy I felt about the game being out, mm. about people playing the game, having the chat, enjoying the game, um, and just uh, ha people having fun. We even make made friends. Uh, Nico Nico Hart is one of the biggest ones that we uh, that we stay in contact with because they uh, uh, he's a streamer uh, a streamer on Twitch. Uh, that decided that they loved so much the game and uh, we keep on contact and all of that. They decided to make this uh, speedrun scoreboard for the game, hey, uh, even nice. though it's just him and and it's just very fun to be honest. And he's also a very uh, a very um, a very nice person and very kind person. And so yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy that we get to interact with people like that because of the game. That's dope. Um, I was gonna say too. It, it's funny. Like I feel like, like you're definitely real game developers now. Once you have a bad review, you're like, you're legit in there. Cause yeah, oh, man, like, <laughs> like that is just 
I've never seen anything in, and, and I relate with you guys a little bit too, because whenever I would do something, I would like, I would always, you know, dig up everything someone said about it. And no matter what, no matter what you make, someone ain't gonna someone like it. Going, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I remember like one comment. Um, it, it wasn't even a review. Like it, it was on the GOG page. Oh, I no, think. no, no. It, it was like, um, someone say, uh, there is a universe where this game looks good. Suddenly, this is what yeah. I remember that. But it's not, suddenly, I, it's not I, love, I, I laugh so much with that one. I, oh, I, I, I can complain. I can complain. That was a really good You're like, <laughs> at least me. it's on brand. <laughs> yeah. That, that was funny. clever. That was really clever. I, I love like, that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I mean, really, I honestly think, like, when it comes down to it, like while it, it sucks to get bad reviews and stuff, at least at least you didn't just get people who just don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the worst part is when people just don't care, right? Like if you release something they're like, yeah. whatever. But at least there's people, you know, like you've got people who strongly love it and then some who don't. And it's like, all right, you can tell the game is at least doing something right, right? If it's gonna yeah. actually Yeah, I, I want to talk about one thing that there was a, a comment in Twitter. Uh, just a random comment that was so funny uh, because it was during the lunch day the the when we were scrolling twitter because the game the game launched and see the reaction of people and all of that and someone said i love multiverse it's just such a great game and everything and someone answered very salty about how the game was uh, they played the demo and hated it so much uh, about everything and remember the comment saying saying I resp- I will read it because we have it in yeah. in, uh, in what we have it as a sticker because it's so funny. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't respect- know about this one. I didn't know. <laughs> I respectfully and sincerely wish you to jump in front of the nearest train possible. Thank you and have a great day. <laughs> God damn. Dear God. Oh God, I didn't remember that one. It's so good. Oh. <laughs> Well, I remember we, we I, all, I, I, we, with my close friends, we were joking about all that <laughs> in like a month, like a month. Yeah, I, I think like bland comments, like, uh, I didn't like it. Like, mm. that hurts most, uh, like, hurts the most. Like, that one, like, jump off a train, is it's like, it's just like, all right. It's like the game killed his father or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was planning. I was planning doing it anyway. So, what's the oh, problem? Yeah. <laughs> on that dark oh, that's humor so note, fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that triggers someone. Sorry. No, I love that. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't Tier we? One. Um, I think actually. Oh no! Wait, that's there is one more question. They need to conduct this interview. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to move on to the game analysis, but I realized we have one more question that I think might be interesting. Is like, has there been any post-launch work that you've needed to do? Because you mentioned that day one patch. Like, have you had to do any other patch work, or is there been, or is it just kind of? Like, uh, we're working Aaron. on. Uh, I want to Aaron, you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything basically. Yeah. Only mm-hmm. yeah. Aaron and uh, Oscar, our programmer. Taking a well break. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are planning on launching our first patch. Uh, hopefully the last patch, to be honest. Uh, first and last patch uh, of the game that's going to have only just a minor bug and all the launch uh, problems they, they come up. 
with the game that fixed all of that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's it's about that. That's about it about after. Yeah, and a, and a couple funny typos, like <laughs> so, some scene where Leo <laughs> says to Edward, "I won't get you off." Oh, yeah. oh my God! Okay, I oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, I was like. Yeah, we said a, a lot of comments. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the one after I, I was watching a stream. So I was like, I don't think that's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, whoa, I saw, this was the sexual warning like, on the same page. <laughs> yes, yeah. I saw a lot of people like like making wings a camera or some comments <laughs> like, I don't think this is on purpose. <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing on Twitter, I, I remember commenting and it's like, is it not on purpose? Wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's good to know. Scoop, you know, you heard it here first. <laughs> not, <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> um, beautiful. All right, well then, what I would love to do now, um, we'd like to move into like a little, uh, a little game analysis um, because very, it's very rare that we get to have the developer uh, developers here to actually talk about their game. So... What we're going to do, um, we'd like to go through kind of like each chapter and we're not going to like strictly adhere to this, but there's this, um, there's this kind of game analysis technique called uh, MDA, which is mechanics, dynamics, and aesthetics. And the way this sort of works, is just kind of a shorthand for how to um, look at a game. So mechanics are pretty simple, right? It's, it's the literal what happens in the game, the buttons you press, the things you can physically like, do within the game that require no interpretation. I press A to jump, right? That kind of deal. Um, you know, you press the shoulder buttons to change universes, that kind of stuff. Um, but then we look at the dynamics, and the dynamics are what, that's where the player comes into it, right? Um, it's essentially considering how, um, how do the mechanics make you act within the game, and how does this affect your behavior within the game? Um, so taking a look at kind of like what happens with the mechanics and then the aesthetics is kind of like you call it fantasy or feeling as well um, and it's essentially how do those dynamics end up making you feel and what was your emotional reaction as you play through the game right um, and so it can include like how did you just feel as you're playing it can include like is there a fantasy that this game is sort of you know going through um, and so yeah it's kind of a nice way of like just kind of understanding what's happening within a game, um, at least for us who, you know, analyze them. Um, although it can be useful for game developers too. But anywho, um, with that being said, why don't we just jump straight on into this uh, and start talking about the prologue in chapter one, which is basically the demo as well, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember playing And <laughs> the part of the game that took the most to make. Like, <laughs> really? Prologue yeah. and chapter one took like four or five years, I think. Four yeah. years. Yeah, it's closer to three. And the rest was one year <laughs> in total. Wow. I guess that makes sense because really the majority of like like the, you know, the central kind of mechanic is introduced right at that beginning, right? Like we get the two worlds swapping. And so what I found interesting within this and, and Paula, Rick, you know, jump in here with this too as we come through here and obviously we'll hear your guys' thoughts on it. But mechanically, what I thought was interesting is like you, it feels like it very nicely sets up this idea that as you're coming through, 
and I, I found the prologue in the chapter one really do this well, you're going to hit points where you can't progress. So, hey, why don't you try switching to another universe? And Oh, look at that. I can now move through an area. And so I really liked how you just started with just straight up obstacles to jump over. Because I thought that was kind of a nice sort of slow like yeah. intro into that. And then realizing that, oh, okay. So I guess the dynamics that are coming through here from the mechanic of switching and being able to jump is that you've got this ability to jump and switch in midair which was a fun discovery i have to say so like as a player as i was like oh i could oh i see and like learning okay (laughs) there's how this works i'm starting to get it now right and um um similarly the mechanic of being able to you know then you're introducing these sort of the block pushing puzzles which i'll be honest most of the time block pushing puzzles i'm like meh but being able to swap between universes i'm like oh well, this is different. I now have to spatially remember where something is located on the screen, right? Otherwise, I'm going to all the time uh, <laughs> between universes. So, um, yeah, I guess what, I, what I'm curious about within this section here um, is that that universe switching mechanic. Um, can you talk a little bit about, like, how did that, I guess, come about? And, like, how has how it evolved or changed throughout the development? Like, has it, was it always in that consideration of swap to progress or? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I, um, I have to do <laughs> the talk <laughs> on this one. Um, when I started making the game, it wasn't a platformer, like at all. Oh. It was like a really weird point and click. Aaron <laughs> saw it and he always laughed Ugly. about it. It's so, it's, so, it's so fucking ugly. Um, <laughs> uh, mostly because it was on a really high resolution, like at least four times uh, oh. the, the size of, of the game and as it is now. It was so brown. And yeah, and, and so um, it, it was really hard to draw um, on a high uh, resolution, especially because I didn't know how to make pixel art. So I said, all right. I'm gonna shrink the resolution and make the player smaller. And what can I do now with a really small player? I guess a platformer. And that was kind of the idea. So yeah, at first, um, the idea of the game was to get more universes as you progress. Like um, as it is now, it's just swapping between two, but the second universe changes. The idea back then was to it. Um, adding more. So you actually had a button to go to the next universe and one button to go to the previous universe. Like a weapon wheel, but for worlds. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun to test, <laughs> but not to play. Um, there was, there was it, a lot of comments about that. Like, uh, sad there's only two universes or something like that. And I remember like, with Vicente, every time we saw that comment, it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. Like we we knew how hard it was. Um, I mean, for people playing the prologue for the first time, it was already difficult to grasp the mechanic um, between two worlds. And even in chapter one, people got confused and didn't swap too much between two universes. Um, so it was it was like it, 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 we keep adding more and more universes, this will get out of hand really quickly. Um, and not only for the players, but 
for the players, but um, also for us, <laughs> as we had to draw everything like two, three, four times um, to make different versions and different music and everything. And it was just a mess. So I remember the day we uh, we decided to uh, fix fix it at two different worlds. It was sad, <laughs> but it, it was really helpful. Like, um, it was necessary, like really necessary. Um, and yeah, the, the rest of it, uh, I don't know how the mechanics came in. Like, <laughs> it was just a, a lot of experimentation. Like, all right, I can do this thing. What kind of puzzles can I do with this? Because I, I knew I wanted to make like a puzzle game, not a, just like a straight platformer. Um, gotcha. I liked platformer, but I didn't want to make one. Um, so it took a lot of time to iterate and plan things out. Uh, that, that that's mostly the reason um, the product took so much time to make because uh, it was a lot of experimentation, uh, experimentation, and and also the fact that we didn't have a team back then. <laughs> it was only me and Aaron and. Um, you, to be honest, uh, yeah, at the middle of chapter one. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Uh, back then, I, it was only me. Uh, so making the code, art, music, and everything, it was took a lot of time. And I, yeah. I was also studying <laughs> for college. So, um, so I just wanted to like roll back a little bit on that um, discussion of like the 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 world swapping. Um, because, you know, like you mentioned, I, I even think I had that thought at one point where I was like, oh, yeah, it would be really fun to have, you know, multiple universes to go through. But I think the dynamic of having just the two um, really makes it so that, like, especially in a puzzle game, it's so easy to just get stuck, right? And be like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go next. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But then knowing that it was like, okay, if I can't find the solution in this world, likely I'll find it if I just hit that button. And then I'm going to have something to contrast with. And it's actually interesting because I feel like what it did dynamically for me is that when I could swap between a world, it's almost like, um, it's like that, literally, it's like that idea with puzzles where you're supposed to see it with fresh eyes, right? Like uh, sometimes you have a puzzle, it's really difficult. So you, you go away for a while, and then you come back and it's like, oh, there's a solution. And it's almost like the the swapping of worlds created like a actual fresh eyes scenario every time right i i would literally look away from the screen because i'm swapping it um and then i thought like okay the opposite mechanic like you said of having multiple worlds to go through the more i thought about it the more i'm like actually that sounds like hell <laughs> because now i have to like yeah. which one has yeah, the answer making, right making a mental image of five maps at the same time it's not fun, <laughs> no, it's uh, and, too much, the, uh, too much. and probably the puzzle won't take the much of a of a spot in the thing. Uh, it's most uh, it's, it decide to if we make so much uh, yeah. bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many universes. Uh, you need to make the puzzles a lot softer, a lot easier to understand, yeah. and very uh, yeah. more direct to, to the point. Like, um, we we decided well. um, we decided very early to not have like a reset puzzles button, mm -hmm. you know. Um, no. So every puzzle has to be uh, unbreakable, basically. 
And that was really hard. That was really you can't hard. Can't uh, get stuck in any puzzle. Uh, so far, I think you can't uh, yeah. in anyone. Um, some people think they do, but uh, they actually they they are not stuck. Um, yeah, just it's, it's, it's really fun to see that. And like I'm I'm on, I'm on a stream. And like, oh, I have to reset the game. Like, you don't. You don't. <laughs> but yeah, that happens. Um, and so so yeah, the, designing that uh, you know, the puzzles to be like well composed uh, and unbreakable was hard already with two universes. With three, four, or five, it would have been impossible. Like really impossible. Um. So yeah, yeah, we we're happy with that solution. Yeah, I suppose mm. it speaks to the philosophy as well that like of like the game that you're going because it's interesting you mentioned the no, there's no reset puzzle thing because I hadn't even really thought about that. But I'm like, yeah, you're right, there is no reset puzzles. And I suppose if this was a different genre or whatever, if you were, if it was a strict platformer, maybe then you could deal with more universes, right? Like, because I don't know, you jump and like that could become part of the mechanics where you press a button and then oh good, that's the platform I need. You know what I mean? Like more planning out your stuff. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Like as a puzzle platformer. And, you know, really with the emphasis on the puzzling, um, it makes sense that you only have the two. I'm curious about um, the fall damage thing, because that was something that I noticed as I was playing through the game that we'll talk later. There was a part where I was like, just damn fall damage. (laughs) There's like like one section that it got me. But um, I'm curious, like, as you were playing through, if there was like... um, because mechanically, what I was sort of thinking, I'm like, okay, it seems to me that if you can't see the ground, like if, if it's off screen, you'll die if you fall. Is that the mechanics? Is that what's, go- is that what's going on? Mostly. Uh, it's a reference. Because uh, there's a certain distance. Um, if you get to a certain speed like, while file- falling, you, uh, you're automatically dead. Um, okay. And the, the whole dead... Uh, animation like the screen goes black and you appear, it will trigger once you hit the ground, but you are dead before. long before that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I did notice, I mean, like, thankfully, it's so fast. Like, you're back in it like that, basically, um, which is really nice. And I'm curious if there was, like, um, yeah, is there a particular reason why you die when you when you fall and hit? Like, is this to help um, maintain some puzzles? Like, I yeah, it was mostly. Um, I think that decision came um, right in chapter one, uh, like in in this one where there's a lot of platforms and you had to go back to the restaurant and then and then up, and not having fall damage will just break everything. Like, uh, oh, okay. um, and it was mostly because of that. Uh, I wanted to experiment with some puzzles that had verticality and not having fall damage will just made it kind of impossible. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted the kid to feel a little more real, like mm. um, an actual kid just doing his best, you know, like um, it's this animation, like he's really um, clumsy uh, where, where he grabs the legs with all his curves and mm. starts to... Um, it's up and that's the reason uh he can also like die from everything yeah you have a you have a breathing bar once you you are in uh on water um 
And yeah, if if he didn't have fall damage, it wouldn't feel like weird, I think. Um, and I suppose that connects to the story elements because... Yeah. And I wonder then too, because this is also an interesting question, um, because you mentioned with the puzzle platforming, because there's those there's the two worlds of this, right? Like there's the Braid-esque puzzle platformers, which is more of like, you know, the kind of fantasy sort of concepts within that one, where, um, but then, yeah, so, uh, sorry, I'm trying to wrap this question up in my brain, but like, essentially, <laughs> there are some where it's like, there's the more gamey type puzzle platformers, right? Where it's like, yeah. really, it's about just solving the puzzles, but then there's this marriage with the story. And so I'm wondering, like, did you find that, was the was the story helping answer gameplay things for you, or was like the gameplay like did, how did they influence each other? I guess we headed to the game like story first. Mm. Um, that was the focus. Uh, so everything revolves around the story, basically. Um, the script so, was mostly mostly written before we started working on chapter two, even. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it was almost finished. By then, um, yeah. So the, the, it, we're it, just missing the last chapter. Yeah. So every mechanic, every um, aspect of the game was decided. Um, I don't know how would be the word, um, but um, for the story, basically. Um, and in the prologue, chapter one is less of an issue. Side, uh, you are just making the player used to the mechanics. So that has to be like a more gamey thing. Um, the story gets more uh, convoluted um, and a bigger uh, part of the game later on. Um, but yeah, uh, most of the time, the puzzles are there to either fill space, <laughs> like to make <laughs> the game fun and not just be a walking simulator. Um yeah, it's, it's it's basically that. Like, there's there are these two components, and the story is the most important. But you want the game to at least uh, feel fun while you explore all of this. So yeah, like the gameplay uh, is serving the story in that sense. Yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense because yeah. because I also think something that was interesting is the idea of having um, you being this child. I think did work nicely with your multiverse mechanic in the sense that it was clearly this, you know, Everett's the one who's actually deciding who can like, like what universes he can go to. Right. Like I thought that was, I actually, I was kind of like, ah, it's a clever, like actual explanation for this. That doesn't feel um, arbitrary, I guess, you know, like yeah. it, it actually kind of makes sense to me. Cause I was like, yeah, this kid doesn't know how to get to other freaking universe. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, he, he doesn't have any powers and anything like that. He, he just jumps really high, but like, he only jumps. <laughs> that, that's the only thing he does and Thank walks you. really slowly. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> A lot of people have complained. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm so glad you actually showed later on in the game like what happens if the kid would actually try to change the universes <laughs> it yeah. goes badly for him 
yes, there's that one bit, and it's like, oh my god. I have to say, I didn't really notice the walking speed. I've seen it in a couple of reviews where they've mentioned it, and I would normally be the first person to pick at something like that. Well, but... Probably reviews are going to the most to be the ones to mention it because they need to go fast into the game, to be honest. It's they need, yeah. they, they need to I've... finish the game very easy. But a normal player or a player that we try to convey the game to um, was more of the player that tops walks a little bit, sees the environment, talks to the NPCs, and then walks a little bit more. Um, By the same token, Aaron, though, like, I, just to let you know, me and Alex did kind of bum-rush the game so that we'd be ready for this. Like, yeah, a week ago, neither of us had started this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same. <laughs> and I still didn't have that problem with it. And I get exactly what you're saying, but I, I was in a rush, to be frank. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, uh, a lot of people who tested the game, even even our team, uh, mm. say like, "All right, it, it would be cool to have like a run button, you know, mm. Um, mm. for some segments where you just have to walk." Uh, there are a lot of them. Um, it, it was at the beginning of the actual development of the game that people start. Uh, there were two main things that was repeated a lot. One was uh, to have a, a run button, and the other one was a skip the skip cutscenes button. Yeah. Um, uh, we would love to have the skip cutscene button, but because of how the game was made, it's very difficult for the cinematics uh, media, uh, oh, yeah. uh, system that we have. Uh, and the run button, uh, we thought about it we talked about it and we decided to because um it wasn't the wasn't the feeling that we were trying to achieve to no i mean it was mostly because <laughs> having a road button will break like the, literally the, every puzzle yeah yeah because yeah. you you can make every jump uh larger and what? so that's what yeah, I was actually. Work anyway. I was thinking of because I'm like the minute you introduce a run button into a platformer, there's the expectation that the run allows the jump to go further, right? Um, yeah. Which is actually funny. Where like we talked about this with Shin Megami Tensei Five, I think recently, because in Shin Megami Tensei Five, they do this weird thing where you have a sprint button, <laughs> but you actually jump farther when you're not sprinting than when you're sprinting, what? and it what? fucks <laughs> you up when you're playing because your brain's like, well, if I sprint, I'll go further, and you don't, yeah. and like so. I, I took oh, that's so to weird. It it's so weird, man. Um, so that's why I'm like, yeah, like if you have it now, you're stuck with thinking of this mechanic and like how it's going to affect everything. Because yeah. you know, it's interesting because I think the reason why I never really noticed it, I maybe maybe once in a while, maybe when I was like walking through a town or something, I might have been like, oh, I wish we go a little fast. But it was like a fleeting thought. But I think the reason it didn't bother me much is that like because it's a puzzle platformer, there's a fair bit of time that I spend standing still, right? Like I'm thinking about what i'm doing right so i'm like okay where do i go what do i have to do all right all right here we go and i don't know i don't feel like the puzzles were so intense that i um was like constantly like there's no backtracking or anything so i don't know that that was a very big um like design points of the game like uh because of the gameplay serves the story um we didn't want uh, any player to get stuck in any part of the game, like for too long, at, at least. So no puzzles could be too hard. Uh, mm. That was a that was a really heavy rule uh, uh, we um, when designing the game. 
Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that we broke. Rick? Yeah, we're going to talk about it in a, in a, in the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about when we continue. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also, in chapter one, is in Spirit Run. Uh, this is where we you got the first keep of the game. Um, or or, or uh, to, uh, this one that they use, and there was we, uh, there was one in the in, during the development of the game. Um, yeah, you know, in Mario 64 experience, you have the backwards long jump that if you start jumping backwards, you start gaining speed. Yeah, we had those uh, for a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, a programmer discovered that you. We jump in the same frame, you touch the floor, jumping backwards, you start gaining speed. Oh, we fix it. I still because, don't know because why. We fix it because you jump very long. <laughs> very fast. Like you could literally break the game. Damn. So, so really no. So, yeah, that was fixed, but there was one that uh, wasn't fixed. Uh, and it's not going to be fixed in the patch, to be honest, uh, because it's pure and it's very fast. That uh, the Spirit community discovered that if you pause the game while your animation, uh, the kid still does the animation. Uh, but that also acts mechanically. That means that uh, if you are going up in the water and you pause, you start going up. Just not, not even in the water. Go through collisions and through everything. <laughs> and you can skip and start um, collecting keys that you're not supposed to have. Uh, skipping doors, so start stacking keys. It's I have to fun. say, speedrunners didn't found that bug. It was my nephew. Really? Like day one, launch of the game. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot. He, he's like 10. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot like... Is this supposed to happen? <laughs> I like, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> I guess leave to speedrunners and 10-year-old nephews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the positive side, not only is it's a, it's a cool glitch for speedrun, it's also a very good way of making the kid dance in the, in the pause button. <laughs> yeah. If you turn around and pause like when, while he's turning around, the kid's just... Uh, he gets gives. <laughs> it's really funny. So I think um why don't we move forward then a little bit to um uh to the next chapter. Woohoo. Because I want to talk about one of my favorite mechanics. Um good old ice world going on here. So yeah, like we move from kind of the underwater pushing puzzle blocks around a little bit, um, to suddenly now having this like mix. And I, I gotta say, because I, I remember you telling us about this in the last episode, how like your programmer just solved this ice thing in a day. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's, it's very... going to take like two weeks. It took it half a day. Because <laughs> <laughs> the mechanic of, and I thought what was nice is that like you know I'm used to mechanics of like you know you start moving and you know you you can't stop to get to the other side, which there is that in this, and like that has always been fun. But I, what I did love about this one was the acceleration that you get from going on the ice to then be able to jump long gaps. Because let's be real, that's just fun, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> just having the ability to just like speed up and go and go fast. Who doesn't like it? You know, gotta go fast, right? Um, so I'm curious, like, um, 
what did the introduce introduction of like the ice element in this do for your puzzle making at this point? Like, um, yeah, yeah, it was mostly because um, as uh, we were designing the game, um, we noticed very quickly that the mechanic could uh, get stall like really quickly because um, you didn't have that much uh, space for experimentation, uh, experimentation if the player could only move, move and jump, yeah. right? Um, so that's where there are the ubiquitous objects, uh, the interfaces. But we also wanted to make every chapter feel like its own thing. Um, so... I think it was one of the first ideas uh, to make uh, a whole frozen universe because <laughs> it was funny because overall players tend to hate ice levels. So <laughs> yeah. it was like, all right, then have a whole universe made of ice levels. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a hard one to design because um, that would mean that you will have to rely a lot on platforming. And so far, you you mostly like move blocks and boxes yeah. and stuff like that. It, it wasn't a lot uh, about uh, jumping and running stuff like that. So this was the level where you had to really rely on platforming, mm-hmm. and it was a fun challenge. And I really liked how it worked out, except for one possible. <laughs> Oh yeah, which I should. yeah. Did you guess? Is uh, it the one where you have the two waterfalls and the three? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah. This is that one is the most universally hated in the oh, game. I love that one though. It's, it's, where you like hot swapping between the multiverse. I thought it was really really cool. Yeah, it doesn't give you a very big like time. But it is a challenging point. one. I get. Yeah, is the, I, is I, the I only yes. is the only puzzle that's going though? to get patched. No. Yes, uh, yes, it's getting patched. It's, it, it's the same idea. We're not deleting the puzzle. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's the same, <laughs> but it's, it's a lot yeah, easier to do. Because um, yeah. it was really challenging and kind of frustrating to sell. Because the game is slow, and that's something we know it's, it's and like, actually uh, like uh, about it. So <laughs> when you fail, and you don't die. You just get into the water and have to walk all the way to the beginning and try again and fail and repeat yeah. and repeat and repeat. And many players were like, oh, I hate this one. Rick, if you want to, <laughs> we, can, we can make you a batch that says, I can... Batch, like, like the other I, I would players. Like that. I'm, <laughs> I hope this isn't a joke, because I, I do now have my hopes pinned no pun intended on that having that badge. What well, I completed um, the hard waterfall of that. But yeah, good. no, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, many players need to get better at platformers. Clearly, yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. But our game is not that platformer to be. Yeah, like, that, that was the point. Like, um, it was not a, that it, it, was, it was a fun. It was a fun platforming level. But that wasn't the the game we were making. So I do this is not the game that you should really... supposed to go get good. It's supposed yeah. to go the other way. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, it's funny because you, you can see like uh, the, the difficulty curve of the game. It was like uh, getting up, getting up, uh, 
Bam! It's it like a really big spike on that one. Again to, like, it's going back again, like it's going again. Like, that probably speaks to where I'm coming from. Like, I found that really, really tame. Like, I didn't even think about it as a bad thing. I thought about it as a, as a fun. Thing. It was like, oh, I like that section. I and mean, then obviously that, it's just that's, back up. Speaks, I do get that. Yeah, there are people who aren't necessarily looking that, for that from the game. That speaks a lot of the player. Uh, yeah. uh, I I've seen a lot of streamers that get that one done like a first try and like, what um, yeah, I've seen people get stuck but, in like the tutorial level so but I remember one review um that said like dude I eh? have like really stiff stiff hands like I mm. can't do uh stuff that precise. Yeah. So yeah. I really so she had to ask for someone else to get past the puzzles because she wanted to finish the game to get, uh, make their view but that was what was impossible for her so yeah and, and at that time I, to, I saw like I, I, yeah also it was mentioned in a lot of reviews and someone uh, a, a specific puzzle is mentioned in the in a review it's not like yeah, because it seems uh it, it it's something that stand out, and it's not some it's not the the whole level. It's a it's a yeah. it's a standing out. So. I also have to say, like thinking about this ice world more, and now that you reminded me that there's no press reset button, how the shit did you make ice puzzles that could not be broken? That's actually I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Magic. Yeah, I don't know. Try and error. Um, because I think that's a lot of iteration. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you think uh, about it. And that probably ties into the other like brain melting part of what you do, which is the, um, you call them interferences in the game, but essentially the blocks that exist differently in different multiverses. Oh, that's the ubiquitous, right? That's yeah. the one rather. Yeah. Yes. The, the ubiquitous. Yeah. Because so, there are a couple of puzzles, and I think the Ice World is the first place they really come into their own, um, where those boxes can overlap in interesting ways. So in one world, you can push a block through, but in the other world, you can't. And so that's the thing. The ice is only back and forth. So the, the icy part is bound. It's more what you're doing with the block either side of that. Uh, and that, I did enjoy that. And I think that probably, again, is... is yeah, I remember a lot of people thinking it was a timing thing. The, the, once the, the, the block was turning into, into the side B version, the side, the side with the ice, you can mm -hmm. push it. If, if not, it's stuck and it's like no keep trying but it's not going to work <laughs> it took me a while it was funny actually i remember there was like one element um i felt like such a moron it took me a while where like i was trying to um oh yeah the ubiquitous when it was kept flicking with the ice um thing and then yeah. it did i was like oh god damn it i gotta get this exactly why i'm talking not the word. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right yeah so I wait, was just a shrub and you had to climb and jump yeah. from Exactly, there. right? Yeah. I kept doing that. And then finally, so I will say, I did finally figure it out where I was like, oh no, duh, I have to go to the top. <laughs> I like, yeah, I love I the puzzle because it's literally like it just very dumb. <laughs> right? You feel stupid and then you're like, oh! <laughs> I, I love to do that kind of stuff. Um, Like making... A puzzle like is basically the same as a previous puzzle, but then you have a minor twist and you get like, all right, this doesn't work anymore. <laughs> what do I do? And in the product, uh, we do that. And I think it's chapter one too. Um, but yeah, chapter two, 
that puzzle and the first puzzle of the Charter 2 are the layout is mm. I think exactly the same. Um, it's a copy paste. But just the elements of what which parts are frozen and which kind of box you push, um that makes the whole difference. And that that was a really fun uh uh thing to explore. Yeah. In the end. Um um cool okay i think i think we're good on that one why don't we keep moving along here because uh we're doing yeah there are a lot of chapters too (laughs) well some of them have a little more mechanics than others so um we'll take a little longer okay so now i I do have a little bone to pick with you (laughs) wait uh before we move on i already just talking mechanics and stuff and not story and easter eggs because i found i had a very nice easter egg on this chapter the talk please Uh, yeah well Besides, like, the running joke of, uh, like, Looney Tunes-style running joke with uh, Everett and, and the kid, like, Everett saying, like, oh, you kid, go go, go and make the bridge do the thing. And suddenly he just appears <laughs> at the other side, and I found that hilarious. But I what really melted my heart was uh, this uh, worker that was... Um, on top of our roof, I was drawing, and she was like, hey, can I draw you? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And after a while, <laughs> she gives you a drawing, and it says, you don't have to be an expert to be a great artist. Is that an art attack reference? Yes, yes, it is. I love it. It is. It just warmed my heart. <laughs> I did love it. I made it that far around the world. That's mad. I find it so funny. I find it so funny that people try to... So the the artist drawing was time timely based thing. That was me. Uh, and then I got bored. Yeah, and people, people like, keep like oh, waiting, <laughs> going around, and like yeah, like getting patient and talk to them and start still wait. Okay, and still wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's worth saying you only find that if you actively play more of the game. Because there's that yeah. bit where it's like oh, a lot of puzzling ahead, and you go to start, and it's like ah, no, found a shortcut. It's all good. <laughs> but like you only see the artist if you actually then go and do the puzzle anyway. Yeah, the yeah. extra puzzle. Yeah. yeah. And again, in spite of the rush, I'm imagining you did it as well, Alex. In spite I did. of like, being in a rush, I I'm, did that bit. I'm not even sure I recognized that that was an extra puzzle. I just did it because I was like, "There's a puzzle, me go play." Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. I, I, I thought like too few players will do that puzzle, but. In fact, <laughs> I think like ninety nine percent of players <laughs> do that puzzle, and some of them <laughs> really are like, "Fuck you, Everett! I'm gonna do the puzzle anyway." So <laughs> they yeah. go away. <laughs> yeah, I did so as well. That achievement, I remember, because we yeah. thought it was yeah. not going to be a normal. Um, it's the only optional puzzle, I think. Yeah, it's the only optional puzzle. Well, because it was, I don't know, I, I, was, I wanted to do it. I'm like, you give me a puzzle, I'm going to do that puzzle. <laughs> yeah, um, um, fun thing about the Looney Tunes joke. <laughs> um, it, it was mostly because of technical issues. Uh, like when <laughs> I was um, writing the script for that chapter, uh, I remember I, I I was thinking like, all right, I, I want to do this thing, like the kid... Um, makes the way forever to walk but then that will limit a lot of the terrain because how do i make ever to move around all the stretch and mm. so it was like 
all right, let's do ever to let's make appear. it a joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was a running joke, and it was one of my favorite ones. Because <laughs> really, it, it checks out, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so like extra universal. Um, cool. Okay. Um, nice. Well, then let's let us continue. Um, so yeah, this is my little bone. Uh, <laughs> to pick. So I, I I'm curious because I love Alex. The- no. What? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I yeah, sorry, no, sorry. Uh, that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I actually didn't quite hear what Rick said. So Rick, why don't you repeat what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I said dirty Alex, it's what you said more than anything. Oh, I see. I see. All right. Um, very funny, Rick. So, I'm a child. This yes. is what this is. We've established that before. Um, <laughs> um, so we end. <laughs> Dear God, we got so far. We were almost serious. <laughs> almost. I ask you to introduce your little bone. Yeah, that was go. all Excuse you. Excuse me. Um, all right. So as we go, as we got into this section here, so this is the train car bit. Um, and this is kind of the first time where, you know, we learn about the Voyager, which I also just got as I was typing out notes for this, that that's also your studio name, which like took me a while, but yeah. <laughs> <So>. Easter egg. <laughs> um, um, wh- which way you think it is? Is the studio or the Voyager? I feel like, I feel like the Voyager must've come first and then studio Voyager, right? Like, it, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense to me. Um, but so this is the first time where, the, we don't have the ability to switch um, universes, which I'll be honest, made me a little sad because the universe swapping is like one of my favorite things. And so I'm curious. Um, now, to be fair, within this area, we are introduced to a number of different mechanics in here. Like we have the switch puzzles with the boxes that break if you fall, which I don't know if there's like a specific rule, but it felt like it was like if you fall like two player heights, it's what it felt like. Like um, Yeah, okay. two blocks. Nice. Yeah, two blocks, it breaks. Um, I'm sorry for that mechanics. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know that 99% of the player hates that mechanic. And I get and the, it. And that 1% is you. And yeah. that 1% is you. <laughs> no, sometimes I hate it too. Um, the other 1% is me. The fun, fun thing? <laughs> I like it. You like that it breaks. <laughs> you need to go back and grab the box again. I yeah. understood it, but I was also like, God damn it. But I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Fun thing. Um, very early on the development, I wanted to have a chapter in a train. Because right. every game has to be, has to have a train in some part. Um, <laughs> also, nice uh, reference to Infinity Train in one of the top, in one of the um, characters' dialogues. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> um, I remember thinking, like, how will this work with two universes? Like, the train will move in one, but in the other one, there will be no train, so <laughs> you oh. just will appear in the middle of nowhere. So. How do I make that the train is in both worlds? So, all right, let's make the train ambiguous, but then it will be very messy visually. So it was like, all right, let's just uh, not do universe swapping. Uh, let's just experiment with that. And um, I don't know where 
<laughs> the mechanic of the boxes um, breaking came off. Um, I don't know what was he thinking, but I thought like, all right, that could be cool and fun. And turns out it wasn't that much. Um, <laughs> but we stick with it. <laughs> because we already had a lot planned and, and the time schedules yeah. were very constrained. So changing like the core mechanic of the chapter was like a no-go. Yeah. So I suppose this I, I is... Think I... Oh, sorry. I think I, I talked about this uh, the last time we were here, that chapter three, we had to redo the whole chapter. Uh, yeah. I, I think we uh, we were on the... We were doing it the last time we, uh, we was here. Like We were on, on, on the way to making chapter three again um, because it was too difficult <laughs> the, the, oh. to appoint the, the, the possible very infuriating because it was not in difficulty, not in the in the user like skill level. It was uh, more in like, timings and all of that. Yeah. A very problematic chapter. Even and it was have, boring. Uh, it was very boring uh, to the point that even our team played uh, the, who replayed the game because finding bugs, playing just playing the game, uh, get to play until chapter three and decided like okay. That's all. I don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if our own team just wanted to rage quit on chapter. How normally normal players will have done that? Yeah, uh, it was like okay, we are going to redo chapter three, yeah. and also uh, even the cinematics changed because even the cinematics were very boring. It was just uh, chapter two, but. Worse, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, without jokes, like it, yeah, it was still. Um, the train starts with uh, Everett waiting at some point. The gate opens a door, and Everett just walks yeah. and says, "Like, hey, we'll see each other later." And that was the whole chapter, basically. You open like, a door, time, Everett walks, uh, Everett whole, walks whole away, the and then you follow him. Then you open a door, then Everett walks away, and you follow him. And there were and conversations in between. That was just like learned information dump. dumps. Yeah, information yeah. dumps in without a interesting background in or anything. And so we we were like, okay, uh, we can do this better. Uh, not now because it was this at the beginning of the, but we can do it after. And we we did. And the chapter you played uh, is the is the actual chapter three that we wanted. Uh, even, I, the interf uh, even the interface, a new thing in the old one. Is it me or I, I, I hear it cut out your audio? Yeah, yeah you, same. Yeah, you're like yeah. cutting yeah. a little bit sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm actually kind of happy with how they turned out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> no, Definitely not at the beginning, um, but it's uh, like a controversial chapter. Like um, mm. a lot of people wasn't expecting like just take it, take the the main mechanic of the game out of them uh, so early. Um, there was one review that actually breaks that. Like they say, "All right, this guy had had the guts to." Um, <laughs> 
to, to, to just take it, take the make mechanic from you and see what they can do without it. And they actually liked the result, um, but a lot of players don't. So yeah. that's that's why we try to make the chapter at least short. Is mm. is much shorter than other chapters. Um, also because uh, a train cannot be done long. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's only so long the train could be, right? Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> and it's still a really huge train. Like you yeah. get to find it start escalating, and it's it's huge. It's I will really say that was one of the ones where, like, that was the only time I think of the game where I was like, I don't know if I get the scale of this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> something's off here. I'm like, this train. I don't know what's going on here. I, I mean, it was worse. It was worse. <laughs> Yeah, it was worse at the beginning. Yeah, it was way worse. Like, oh my god! So is that an example of you like putting the story first and taking things away when it doesn't make sense for you to have access to that power? Was it, that like it was a more driver behind that decision, or it was more we were following the script like uh, point by point mm. and found out it was the uh, while while playing it it was boring as a game. Uh, as a story it was okay. Because information dumps are necessary, like in, for example, in a movie or in a cinematic, and this is a point that you need to start learning more about Everett and not in this jokey side of Everett, more of a serious one. But we couldn't handle it as a game. We handled it as a as just as a, as a as an animation or something like that, not no without the gameplay mechanics. Well, I I mean yeah, I mean more the Voyager access because obviously specifically that goes away. Mm-hmm. And that is just to tie into the story. There wasn't like a, a mechanical thinking behind that. Or am I missing something here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the idea of the train level came before the actual script for that level. So after we decided, uh, all right, let's take the Voyager out. It was like, all right, why? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. And then it yeah. follows that way. Got you. Yep. Uh, and and also it was the introduction of like this side of uh, of the the people that were following this zenith that is not like uh, they are not actually evil. It's just a misunderstanding. Most of the most of the point that it was trying to convey the chapter, I think. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I got that sense, especially when you get through the end there and you meet. Um, um, oh my gosh! Oh no! The name. Saga. Sagan, that's Sagan. Sagan, yes. Sagan. Um, Sagan, yeah. Sagan, yeah. Sagan, Carl Sagan, whatever. I saw that name. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> um, yeah, where you meet Sagan, which also, I appreciate that um, he's in a wheelchair. It's nice to see um, characters. With <gasps> My God, the wheelchair of Sagan. The whole game has had been to rework it to think how Sagan get there. Uh, <laughs> we need to add ramps. We need to add uh, floors on some parts because of, because how do you explain saying good there if it's a platformer that everything <laughs> needs to be jumped through? <laughs> we even thought about giving Sagan a freaking jetpack like Happy Wheels or something. <laughs> jetpack. I guess that's true, yeah, platformer. I feel like part of it too, though, I feel like there's a suspension of disbelief in the puzzle platformer, at least for me, where like I just assume that it's like 
as they're coming through, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is actually what the whole world looks like, but whatever. It's a puzzle platformer, right? Like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I hope people have goodwill for that when they play through it. Because, like, for me, I, I barely even think about, like, the actual... Yeah, it, it, yeah especially <laughs> in general. It, it was more um, in Chapter 3, especially because of the how the the wagons were... Wagons? Wagons, I think. Wagons? Wagons. Wagons, thank you. Thank you. Carriages yeah. is probably a better word, yeah. Um, are connected uh, in the first uh, version of the game you need to jump from one to another uh, uh, but that doesn't make any sense for say how <laughs> the hell did you did he get to the to the main cave oh yeah so, uh, so, uh, so we decided to add these little ramps so we can just go scroll through from the end of the train to the to the head of the train I like that accessible design right there um do either rick pal anything you want to add for this uh for this chapter here i don't think so um no most uh, most that i have to say is story story wise so go ahead to the next chapter okay we'll jump all through that very soon um yeah why don't we talk well actually chapter four i don't feel like a lot mechanically to talk about is there um the interferences yeah, where yeah. Yeah. Um that was a fun chapter to make, but for me, <laughs> not for our, art, our artists. Um oh, yeah. let's talk about that later. After, uh, let's talk about it after you said it's unjudgeable. Yeah. Um the interferences were very hard to design. Like uh I I had the idea. At this point, I, I was still the only game designer. Um, mm. It was, I think, just after this chapter, um, Christopher joined the team and he went on with the level design. But at this point, I was thinking, all right, I want the interferences. I want, to, I want them to look like this and to limit your uh, universe switching. But mm-hmm. there are still like small details, uh, like... Are they persistent between universes, or they do exist just in one and disappear in the other? And how that uh, helps, and uh, or can be unhelpful for making puzzles. And that took a lot of time. Like it was yeah. a couple of weeks when uh, where I didn't make any puzzle, and and that that's really terrible because. Uh, um, our time schedules were really constrained, so I needed help. Um, but eventually, it worked out, and it was a fun. It, I, I think, for me, it's one of the most fun uh, chapters to play. And for Adam too, I, I remember like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate you so much. I, I, I was really nervous. Yeah, uh, I guess I, I made like, um. Just the concept and the very basics of of the level, and and send it to Aaron. And he's like, he said like in a very serious voice, like, "All right, you do you want my honest?" Ah, because opinion? it was after chapter three, also. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that was such a bad chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, my moral was very low. So. <laughs> So he was like, all right, do you want my my honest opinion? I was like, all right, all right, go for it. Again. He was like, he was like 
I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. God damn it! Even Daniel, the wannabe like our our game director, they loved it so much. I remember it was one of the chapters that was like, okay, this is just perfect. This is just multiverse in the peak. <laughs> yeah. This big, yeah. And for those listening to like, just to be very clear on what these are. So like the interferences are very much like the segments where you, yeah, you can't switch while you're in them, but when you enter them, it basically just shoots you out in the direction you entered into. Um, yeah. And change, and change universe also. Yes. And swaps the universe. We, um, uh, I describe it as an interference as more like, um, a cell, to be honest, because it has a core that yeah. changes your universe uh, automatically, and it it has like this outer space that doesn't let you change universe, and it, it has two mechanics on one. Which that, that's uh, one thing of puzzle games in general, like introduce something like uh, that limits the mechanics that you know already and yeah. you're used to, and that's. That makes a lot of space for uh, fun ways to create puzzles, and well, it worked out. I I really like that the mechanic; is my favorite. It really makes you consider what you're doing in each one, right? Like you have to think to yourself, like, okay, so when I go through there, it's going to swap to this universe, and then right, and like, so there's this, there's a real, um, um, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of consideration, which I think le- lends itself very nicely to talking about the next chapter, because I feel like that's where the interferences really start to shine um, because you introduce the poison mechanic, right? Oh um, yeah. Which nothing like a, and, and I think this is interesting because I, th- I thought philosophically the dynamic that this had, it's like, I've been used to going slowly, figuring out the puzzles, getting it. And now it's just like, uh-uh, sucker. You've got a time <laughs> limit. So yeah. you better go beat that puzzle, which I was actually. I love, uh, I love chapter four is, you change to the universe, uh, to the other universe is just so pleasant and everything you do is just fun uh, and all of that. And you change to chapter five, that universe B is like, okay, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to, you're going to like it. <laughs> and I like too, because, you know, you introduce those vines that you can climb and then the poison world gets rid of those vines. So now you have more ways of navigating through it. And so I feel like it, it that to me actually was one of the more like challengingly satisfying uh, chapters, I think, where it felt like things were kind of like upping a little bit. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, yeah, give me a time limit. Um, there were some moments that I definitely had challenges with the interferences. Like there's that one puzzle <laughs> where, what is it? The H, the interference. The H. H. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know if I did it properly, but I beat it. <laughs> I was like, the, the, there I are two no ways in general. So, yeah. Yeah. I, think I don't no even know what, what the verbal way to solve it. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun puzzle. I, I like that yeah. one. Um, overall, in general, people like like it a lot. Um, but a funny thing about Chapter 5 is the... I think it's the first one that uh, Relay we started working on. Uh, no. No. Uh, I was still in charge of it. It was Chapter 6 when he okay. started. Um, chapter 5, that's when... I really didn't <laughs> didn't know what to do. Like, all right, I have this mechanic that makes you limit uh, how much time you you can be in the world. But now I have to <laughs> give you like um, a know, reason uh, to want to change. A reason you. to a reason to want to be in a world that wasn't want to uh, to be in it. So it was like, 
what the fuck do I do with it? <laughs> <laughs> and I started coding, uh, like Daniel and people that like, well, wasn't it? It's the reason really we joined because it was too much of a, of yeah, a we, we, we noticed that, um, just one level designer wasn't enough. Um, ah. but it, it turns out it works at least, uh, well enough. Um, I thought at the beginning, like people wouldn't like that chapter at all, but it turns out it's, it's one of the favorites uh, for some people in general. Also, my um, favorite music, the side B, is definitely my favorite song on on the whole uh, OST of the game. It's so metal. I love it's it. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and the name is uh, we we try to give it a like metal rock metal. The kind of feeling is called like no no oxygen for the unknown or something. No no air for no, the for the no 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 air of the for the unchanged. I think it was. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, it's really neat too because, like, as a player going through that that level, I did feel like um, there was like this this natural progression of my skills, right? Like I was now um, being pushed a little further and further, right? Like with my my universe swapping, and like now I you know I. I have to like properly time when I grab those vines and all oh, I have to get off that to do that. And, like, it just, I don't know, to me, it felt like satisfying in that sense, like, especially mechanically and dynamically. Um, uh, and then it gave me this feeling of like, yeah, I'm starting to kind of like, and I think too, like even, even to hit briefly on story here, it's also a moment where I'm starting to feel uh, more confident as that child, right? Like the child himself, I think is starting to get a little more confident as you're going through yeah. it. And then I also feel that way. So I thought that was a nice kind of mirroring of themes um, in that moment. I, I think that's the first time that when the child gets electrochucked, oh, yeah, she, he, he didn't uh, faint out. Like he just gets into the ground. I think, why? Some players comment about like, that. There it goes like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Thumbs, up, thumbs up. That's that's yeah. pretty cute. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, some players comment about that. Like it, it shows how the kid gets more resistant to the electrocution. <laughs> yeah, he's getting better. Um, Rick Hallett, did you have anything you want to add for this chapter here? We're going a little quicker. Uh, obligatory like reference that I have to uh, that I have to like call out. Uh, the one from uh, the the goose. Yeah. <laughs> you take your time for legal to, uh, reasons it's not the, it's not the goose game <laughs> for, for oh, strictly legal reasons for strictly legal reasons <laughs> our team says that that is a normal goose you couldn't tell us the title of the game it's a game for an untitled game <laughs> yeah. also the, the the frog the little frog. I I, oh, I saw the frog. little frog and follow it. And it suddenly like just took a kick <laughs> up and I just sat there and it was adorable. And then I was talking with her and I was like, oh yeah, that's teacup. It, it's so funny because it, it's a reference to uh, another Chilean game for one of our friends. Um, yeah. And it's also like a very little game, and it's, yeah, it's not very well known. Teacup from Smarter Games, they are very yeah, and very it's literally a frog that a frog that drinks tea. So yeah, that, that's I, the I was la I was laughing while Paula was talking because the original <laughs> original integration 
the of the sprite that Vicente made was like uh, the frog gets the cup of tea, get the heart, and just kills <laughs> into the, the river. river. <laughs> just into the river, like okay, <sighs> bye. <laughs> oh my God. We ask the developers of Tea Gut. Like, oh, all right. Is this fine to you? <laughs> they were, uh, no, it's please not. don't. Please don't. Because <laughs> 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 you not cheat the frog. <laughs> don't eat the frog. And it's, it's, it's so funny because no one gets that reference. Uh, so no, uh, I didn't. People, yeah, people just walk there. No, yeah. People think this is an original character of ours. Like, we got, we literally got one fan art of Teacup. Like, it was like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I love this little cup of tea uh, like frog thing i'm like yeah it's from a game it's from a what <laughs> yeah people in, in people in chat people in chat are saying like oh, all right this is a frog with a trump wig uh yeah like, with a hair and like, what what the fuck why is this here and People get so shocked with it. And it's so funny because uh, it doesn't that uh, add anything to the game. Mm. It's just to make some fun uh, and a fun and, reference. And fine reference to a friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's in very stark contrast to how dark the multiverse then is. Yeah. Like that. that, that's the first time you really have a concept of like the multiverse being harmful. Mm. Um, <laughs> I suppose it's interesting. I think people just love the frog because it's at the end of chapter five and people are just coping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's like, yeah. It's one question that occurs to me. Like, I... Go ahead, Fala. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, 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 cool. Um, I was just going to ask, it's not really related to this chapter specifically. I'm not sure if you've already sort of said it if you have a completely missed it but was there a reason that you designed it in the order that it's played because i don't know that that's normally the way these kinds of things go and it's kind of interesting that that's how it's ended up going for you guys oh um i don't think so uh, i think uh, i think the only reason was to uh to make the mechanics of each chapter like progressively difficult um uh, like having a timer when switching the universe would have been really difficult at the beginning, like in chapter two or four. Uh, so it it had to be at some point where the planet, like already is really comfortable with with the overall mechanic. And later on, chapter seven is the same thing. I, that's probably one of the weirdest mechanics. Um, but yeah, Gravity thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, but yeah, it wasn't like a conscious thing, it's just like that's how it happened, kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, also thematically, like that whole chapter is about toxicity, so yeah, it it makes sense to have that mechanic there. There you go. We, we try to the, 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 the ambient that was working, uh, going on reflects the, like uh, what is happening on the story. Um, nice. Okay, well, I'm gonna move us forward a little. Just I want to make sure we have time to. This will be a long episode anyway, but that's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure we have time to do some good old story stuff. But um, 
chapter six. So this one was interesting because again, this is one where we don't have access to Voyager, obviously for story reasons. You no know, effort's been captured. Um, this game, this level. Oh, okay. Is there something here? <laughs> it's definitely not the favorite of no one. Uh, as chapter three uh, also needed to get a rework. It was not like whole complete level, but uh, like half of it, I think, a little bit more of that. No, uh, I think it was uh, a complete overhaul. Yeah, but yeah, like, it was, this was a this was a different one because our team was very happy how the the original one was, mm-hmm. but we got early reviews. Uh, in normally in the game development, you get some reviewers to get to try the game in in a prototype kind of level, uh, and they <laughs> they just this this the the shit out of chapter six, and yeah. um, so. We decided to just make it more fun, uh, make it more of a like uh, funny stuff. We tried to make it more of a like Metroid kind of thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the map. The map was yeah. the map made all oh, the yeah. difference. Uh, like, the, the the main reason we tried to rework it this was because the the original one didn't have a map. So we really never used the map. So we <laughs> yeah, no. no. I was oh, just I like, have no idea how you do I was like, I'll figure this out, and I just went to town, and it worked. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> well, I looked at the map once, and I was like, I don't know what this is doing. So I was just like, wee, and I figured it out. <laughs> I've done a lot of. Okay, to be fair though, I've done a ton of games like this. Like as I was like looking at this one, I was like, oh, I know what this is. This is the enclosed room elevators. The rooms will connect to each other. I'll get through it eventually. Bada boom, bada bing. So I just did that. <laughs> I was like, wee, and yeah. I got through it. We we put like every time more and more indications of where you are and where are you going yeah. with each door. Um, there are very small ones that players won't normally notice. Like but the, the, the doors, map was... the numbers, the walls. Well, see, that's uh, what yeah. was enough for me was the numbers. The the keys, yeah. Even the keys have show yeah. where where these, you're going points. to use them. Yeah. Uh, we try to make it as much as easier kind of thing to follow as much as we can. Uh, also, I love chapter six. It's one of my favorite, to be honest, uh, uh, one of my favorite chapters. But I actually feel it's a different game. <laughs> it it, it yeah. feels like it feels like another game. And I have yeah. to say, it's like one of the points where I felt, why have I not got the Voyager here? I would love, instead of like using an elevator up and down, there to be and like to be a changing universe. Yeah. Uh, and that's and- chapter... Chapter seven, to be honest, uh, chapter seven is just chapter six, but with a change of universe. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah I, kind of, but you you don't have the whole like key card thing. I would have. Yeah. I, I um, definitely playing it. Obviously, I didn't have the experience of chapter seven in chapter six. I definitely remember cha- thinking I would love a different way of moving around rather than like a central elevator. Chapter six was like um the backwards progress with uh, chapter three, like. Here, the plot came before the mechanic. So we knew uh, we we wanted to make like, all right, Everett is in prison. You can't switch universe. So how yeah, do right. we make this chapter? Um, so it's the opposite of what I'm thinking. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got you. I see. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. 
No, like, now I'm watching the notes, uh, getting the budget. Haha, <laughs> that's a studio name. I just got the now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's that's great. Great. <laughs> agenda. I was like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I, I, it's funny because as I was playing, I thought sort of the same thing with Rick, Rick was saying. And then I also felt too, like you were both saying where I was like, oh, I feel like I just played a like, a like mini prototype of a different game in a way yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely feels like a, like the next game of two what you got no, i'm the kid i'm kidding you're, you're, I'm you're doing a metroid <laughs> <video. Yeah. laughs> i'm not winking like, not winking i'm not winking <laughs> um well do you guys anything else you want to say because i i really want to start talking about chapter seven because i think that's the one where uh where it should just like that's where everything gets into play um mm. The, right, horror scene, the, well, the horror scene where the, where the kid tries uh, the way by, by himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was so uncanny. Oh, yeah, that's funny. So... Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, the horror scene was all animated by our programmer, not our artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. That, that whole monster. Yeah. Um, I, we we didn't even have the monster. Like, we, we we just had like the room with the hands and tools on the bag, and we we're like, all right, yeah. this is good enough. And next day, our programmer came out. And went, I made like, this. Can we I use it? I, I made this. Can we use it? And we're like, holy fuck! This is, this is, this is, this is this the stress of the game. That's amazing. And he and he kept working on it and ma making it even more creepy. Better and, and, be and better. It's so funny. Uh, also, it has a, it has more more frame rate than any of the animations, so it looks yeah, pretty smooth. <laughs> really so, smooth. It's so weird. Also, that that adds to the creepiness of that. Um, yeah. Well, this is the um, this chapter seven is the one where. Um, I told you what the frustration was with the fall and it's because the anti-gravity oh, kept dying yeah. so much. <laughs> I would go and like, it's because I never quite, it took me a while, I think, to realize that, and I still don't know if I have it fully, but like as I would, because first off, I love the anti-gravity idea. Amazing idea. Um, and I found that as I would go up, as I would switch, I, I didn't quite have the handle on the fact that the gravity wasn't instantaneous because you're on like an arc, right? So like if I, let's yeah. say I flip the anti-gravity, I go upwards, then I would flip it again and I'll still move a bit up before coming down. And it took me a long fucking time to realize yeah. what, like the timing for that because so often I would hit it and then I would hit it and I would just hit the up part of like an off-screen up area and I would just like die out. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Rick, Pally, did either of you face that or am I just a dummy who didn't figure that out early enough? <laughs> I actually just you know, I, love it, this level. Bad <laughs> idea to ask the, the both sorry, of them. Sorry, I asked you both at the same time. I'm sorry. Uh, Paola, why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is that I realized pretty quickly here that it was the speed and not the actual height that killed you. So just before reaching the floor or the roof, I, w I would just switch the universe for like a split second and and then go back to the one that I wanted to go. But that would still so kill that way. But then, and this is the interesting thing. I don't know, but I'm not opposite way. I, I played super cautiously, so I'd like uh, toggle it four or five times on my way through. But you get into this no. flow of it of like almost sign waving it up. And I actually, I found that quite enjoyable. 
I'm Alex kind of, uh, kind of team. I, I'm, so, uh, I'm such a big team of Alex at the moment that I remember like during the, during the, during the, during the whole chapter, I have arguments, with, like daily arguments with Vicente. Like, can you put, uh, uh, can you make it just make it once in there? Can you make it once in there? It looks broken. It looks broken. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but I was the only one in the team that hated it. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I think like, I, I, I really forgot. This feels so fun. Like, it, it, it just looks so broken. You, it, you can go That's anywhere. That's also and... for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite mechanic. Also, uh, I mean, after the interference. Because you really could uh, made it up anywhere. <laughs> and that was really fun. Um, but that also made the puzzles a lot harder to design. Yes. Um, <laughs> you died everywhere. Everything will kill you. Uh, you but... can crash with a box. You can grab a ledge of <laughs> falling down. You can grab a ledge that was like in the other, st in the outside of the world. So you just <laughs> pop right off the level. Damn. You can like fall from yeah, it the was, level. It was really buggy. It was really buggy. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, as Rick said, uh, if you go carefully with the mechanic, you can go anywhere, literally anywhere. Mm -hmm. You yeah. any point on the map. So that made uh, that that makes it a, a lot harder to design because um, yeah. normally all, all the puzzles um, you can see uh, you can prevent w w where the player can go at any moment. But here you can't because the player can go anywhere. So <laughs> that's why we had to put like just an interference uh, yeah. there, just to have that space where you can't. The uh, outside of the interference, so yeah. you don't need to yeah. change universe. Yeah, you don't use the interference; you use the space basically. Um, so it, it was becoming yeah. hell for the programmer. It was becoming hell. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, uh, that's why. That's why I was like. Isn't are you fix this or you don't have the flying mechanic anymore? <laughs> Although on, on the point of going anywhere, I do want to shout out one of the little secrets of the game, which is uh, a little tucked away room when you first get into the labs. Um with a guy who clearly like hung out there, and the special item you can get is like a body pillow. And the, the caption <laughs> Oh no. They they're both laughing because they know what the caption reads. The caption says it's sticky for some reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> that was Aaron's idea. That was Aaron's idea. I applaud it. It's a great idea. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to deny it. Uh, also, it's called Magica Starsuki, and I remember uh, I, I was funniest, funniest shit ever. Uh, thank you, Paula, for the name. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a brainstorm idea with Paula to make up some anime for multiverse. Incredible. <laughs> oh, I love that. We need we need a smutty body pillow anime name. Any ideas? Yeah, I How is the person we're going to to brainstorm that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I knew my Otome <laughs> brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have to say, this level, what I, I really loved the three little worlds you could go into because of the way that they mix matched, like mixed up the universes that you've been playing with before. That for me yeah, was really fun. I agree. Like that's Rick and I talked about this even last week we were talking about the pod, but like this is one of those levels where I was like, nice. This is like 
different ways on mechanics that I've used before. Um, and I feel like it actually gets a little bit to that thing you talked about, about having to wishing that you could have multiple universes. Um, but you kind of get that here a bit, right? Like, it's like, oh, okay, I can actually mix and match some of the ones that I've used before in, like, fun, interesting ways. And so that, to me, was actually maybe one of the most satisfying things in the game because I was just like, yeah, yeah. And mechanically, me that's the best of both worlds, right? Because you're giving the player that uh, novelty without too many opportunities to break the experience in themselves. Similar to, like, what some of the other better examples of the genre do where they... Um, bring an idea in and then remove it from you. Uh, you mm. see that in the Boxwood game, yeah. for example, where they bring one thing and then swap it out. And I think if you are looking at criticisms where you might say that the Voyager isn't there enough, I think it's in those moments that that comes in because they are just so good. And it does feel like it's being wrenched away from you when it does go away, even if it is for a legitimate story reason. That's probably why I was actually sort of sad when I would lose it. It's because, frankly, mm. I, it's very fun. We try chapter... Yeah, we don't have bosses in in the game, of course. Mm-hmm. There is a puzzle performer. We try, didn't try to find it like so much violence, like a part of the cutscenes uh, to, to all of <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> a lot um, of the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we only have one boss fight, to be honest. It's just Natch chasing to chasing you in chapter four. Oh, uh, yeah. But but I also feel that the the love in chapter eight, uh, chapter seven, feels like a boss because yeah. you are uh, kind of conflicting with Leo during the the whole thing. And unlocking yeah. even, doors. If and... you think about it, it, even has the three hits to win the the boss fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. for sure. Yeah. Leo takes off his jacket and puts a real fight for us. You're not the one fighting Leo, it's Everett. I'm losing very (laughs) badly, but. but... (laughs) And and that's when Leo says. I, 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 I will I get you off. Get you I will off. get you off. <laughs> I just had a moment where I'm not gonna lie. I I thought Leo was a girl the entire time. Is Leo a dude? I don't know. I don't no, know. He's no, it's a, 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 a girl. It's a girl. It is they, a girl. Used right? to, okay. They used the grown up from. <laughs> I thought someone said it was a guy. Okay, I was like Leo's a girl, right? I was no, like, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought I was losing my mind. I was like, did I not pay attention enough? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we? Um, yeah. Let's keep going because again, so much, so much time. Let's hit on this one. I, unfortunately, I think is my least favorite chapter. Chapter eight. Um, because this is the, the uh, yeah the, the 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 studio one where you're moving the ladders along and you're on the Voyager. It's, I, I it felt it just felt a little slower to me. I think was the thing. Yeah, um, it's slow. That's yeah. the biggest definition of that chapter. It's really slow. There's yeah. a lot of story that you had to get out. And. In yeah, a lot of story, and then I also think because you're so, I, it was, because Seven was so exciting, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, I get how there needs to be that pause. I think maybe it was just a little longer than I than I was looking for. Um, personally, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say on this one because really, it's 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 more switch mechanics, dropping ladders, moving ladders around. It was fun finding those secret areas, though, crawling through those spaces. Like that was neat. I, I did enjoy that. Um, that was our idea, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> we we try uh, we try the best. To, chapter eight doesn't feel more of a. Uh, it has it's different to chapter six and three that don't have the the Voyager because you you feel that you lost the Voyager and it tried to feel more like constrained to what uh, the a kid could actually do, mm. uh, and 
even the music we try to feel it more most nostalgic like like uh, you lost something and you lost that or uh, the the thing that the, you lost everything that you were like going through the the thing in chapter seven you yeah. get everything and chapter eight you don't have anything yeah yeah that, that's why we try also melon is the best in the whole game so uh, <laughs> chapter eight is still the best, uh, the best chapter um <laughs> One thing that I really like mechanically was when chapter seven at the end it kicks you out of the game and it and that reinforces that that feeling of oh you lost something and when you go back and you are in this studio and you start exploring it has like this feeling like this nostalgic feeling like looking at the stuff that once was but in a weird way because you're just discovering it but mm. it's like talking to an old friend in a way yeah, yeah that, that 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 was the uh, the like, point of the whole chapter we're trying yeah. to we come across uh funny about the chapter seven kicking you out um we also got very controversial like uh, re like reviews about that like people People like it and people really hate it because if they, they were like, okay, not all the indie games need to like break the fourth wall and all that. It's fine. But um, <laughs> it happens to it happened to a friend of mine, uh, which was streaming the game, and she got to the point, and the game checked it out uh, to the main menu, ah, and she, uh, she, yeah. she really thought that was that the, the end game of the was game. over. So oh. she just stopped playing and started uh, reading reviews and watching videos and watching like uh, parts of chapter eight and nine and I was like, I didn't play this. <laughs> so I DM'd, I DM'd yeah. her like really quickly, like that's not the end. Please continue. <laughs> but yeah, um, that that could happen. That that was also it has. It has the biggest error in the whole game, <laughs> chapter seven. Uh, since if you play from the chapter selection, uh, you are hardlock uh, from the game. Your save is lost, to be honest, uh, because how hard, uh, chapter seven works. Uh, once you go back to the menu uh, and just uh, press the continue, you continue from the last save point. Um, how chapter seven works? Uh, the last save point is the in the hallway. Uh, but if you go from chapter selection, the the last save is uh, can be on chapter eight or on chapter nine, and you can get a hard lock from the game. Yeah. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. Um, you're muted. Uh, yeah, you're oh, muted. Then, sorry. That, yeah. Yes. You definitely don't want to do that then. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ugly. Um, I suppose. But yeah, can. chapter eight. A uh, chapter eight. Well, uh, we talk a lot about. Um, how much info we want uh, to give to the player. Like, uh, the, the player will have to read a lot in this one. So how, how much is uh, too much, you know? Yeah. Um, but we thought, all right, this is literally basically the final. It's a library. Chapter. Also, it's you a know, library. It's a <laughs> yeah. library, and the game is ending. And if the player made it so far here, they are hooked up with the story and uh, they want there, are to know no, answers. there are no new mechanics or intriguing mechanics uh to end the game with so let's do 
let's <laughs> go wide with it and put a lot of stuff there because there there's a lot of stuff to read there. Um, yeah, it's like for also a lot to for interpretation to be honest. Yeah, a lot of, uh, of things yeah. to for for the player to discover on their own and try to find this uh, this mystery that is around the the whole game. I suppose too, because like, and yeah, and then when you had the finale coming through, really, there's no new mechanics besides like the worlds are just flitting on their own, so you're just like timing jumps and whatnot. But it's just kind of the same one. So I think maybe on that note, um, I'd like to turn it over because yeah, we've gone whoo, and I, I want to keep. This will be a long episode, folks. So stick around. Um, but I'd like to turn over now, um, Paula. I'm going to turn it over to you a little bit because I want to huh? talk a little story stuff here um because we've been flirting around this a little bit but i think we've pretty darn well dug deep into the mechanics and and everything in this <laughs> game and flirting a little bit with the story stuff but yeah do you want to um do you want to hop in here a little bit and uh talk story impressions and ideas yeah where do i even begin with this one because <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's so much to unpack here like First, do I go chapter by chapter again? Do yeah, I? I, I think maybe let's just try to hit like the general feelings here, like themes, Broker. characters, ideas. Um, you know, because like oh, if we go that way, we'll, we'll be forever. But I think maybe yeah. best to go on. Like, what are the major things and and story points that were meant to kind of um, hit us, and how how did how did they? I guess. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, like one of my. I'm not, hopefully, I'm not going to cry saying this, but one of my favorite chapters, one of my favorite characters was Nash. Oh, no. Woo! I You're hate you two guys. They're <laughs> uh, <laughs> from my team. <laughs> I got yeah. to take the blame. Yeah. You get to take the blame from me. Yeah. From your story. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. So, Nash was a very interesting character in the way that he seemed to be like very hot-headed but then you start to dig deeper into his character and it's like oh once he got to start working with you then his character started like getting a little bit like maybe to do a bit of a trigger or like a little bit like crazy and it started hitting me real hard because that's tried to do his best and he tried to do uh, the best possible work he could do and still kept failing and kept failing. So the more that I got through the game, the more that I said, hey, Aaron, I don't like where this is going because the way that Nash is right now, it's, it's like he's broken in a way and we all know where this is going to go because the more... And this is interesting now that I think about it, because the the worse he got mentally, the worse he was physically as well. So yeah. it was like you were watching him, watching him like losing his will to live in a way. So that was heartbreaking in a way. So when he finally he finally like went away and. He was no longer there. It it really hit really hard because it was like, hey, Everett is an asshole. That 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 was when it hit me. Like Everett was making fun of this poor guy who was trying to do his best, even though he had his own problems and probably 
the way he was reacting to things wasn't like something most people would probably think as um, not right in the head, but he was trying his best and not getting any retribution. And on top of that, you have this guy making fun of him. And mm. then you had the, I was actually wondering if the uh, toxic air in the chapter was too much like the story, too much the story. Yes. Because yeah, what the ever de did was really toxic. And that's also how I envisioned like the Irving in a way, like, oh no, like this is where, where you start seeing like who Everett really is in a way. Like he, he, he is still like a good character. I still like, uh, in a way, I'm like the kid. I'm like, I still have fond memories of him, but I cannot like condone what he did. And yeah. so, yeah, that's uh, like, I think that's one of the points that hit me very hard. But then when you start like unpacking like all these memories from the library, then you start seeing like how really just like ever it was in a way. Um, because he kept hallucinating in a way, like he wasn't really sure, like even if what he was seeing was like reality in a way. So you see that he also has uh he saw um, like skeletons in the closet that he he also has things that maybe even s didn't know and speaking of which i also like how it is um Haley pointed that that the hat that everett has is s hat yeah. and uh, and I also like that passing of the torch, like near the end, when he finally gave the hat to the kid. It's like, it, I, I, I was almost like um, waiting for Everett, saying like, "Don't be like me, kid. Be better." In a way, mm. because like the kid looked up to him in a way, and I love and I like how he stopped like just looking up to him and just seeing him like a real friend and saying like, "Hey." Don't do this. Hey, this is what to do. I know you're my friend and I'm telling you because you're my friend, it wasn't right. You crossed the line. So yeah, I think those are like the, the big topics that really hit more to me, like at the very least that I can't really think of right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like that, Tall storyline like with with Nash and the and then like the storyline with um with Everett. Oh, and the storyline with Lisa or Liz. How do you pronounce mm -hmm. it? Liz? Lisa? All of I, the I say Liz. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, because um I like how she forms like this friendship with the kid too. And uh, even though they're supposed to be like in opposite bands, like this kid tries to still cheer him up and cheer her up. And you learn one from Nash because of Liz, of Liz, but also you learn more of Liz and how she really cares about everyone. And she 
really doesn't like the way that things went or like the methods that are, are being used. And even though like she's working with Leo and, and the others, she doesn't approve of their ways really. But I like that she was, she was like, oh, uh, thank you for cheering me on. And also, I'm going to do my best to capture you. <laughs> and she actually does. And I was like, oh, my God. And the kid, I don't know. And, and the kid like, has like, mixed up feelings. Like, go yeah. you, you can do this, I guess. <laughs> I, I did like that. <laughs> yep. I like they're only semi-antagonists. Like, that was kind of a neat choice within that where it's like ultimately at the end of the day i was like oh, everett's gonna be antagonist here but um it was kind of a neat mixture of like um i also have to say i thought the uh the little play was pretty funny uh, as someone who's done yeah it's like it's like nice yeah rick and i mentioned this a little bit and like it, it's unfortunate reality is that like the english translation was like a little difficult for me to like i i kept getting like bumped out a fair bit because there's just syntactical things that felt as though it's clearly it's clearly a translation not a localization you know what i mean where like um, yeah that and so unfortunately like i wish i had like put it this way i wish it's fuck spanish <laughs> and i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that moment where i was like I, I i feel i feel offended because i work directly in the english translation so i i feel like did you go, <laughs> i will take that personally <laughs> very personal wait did you actually work on that <laughs> no yeah no uh, yeah. the english translation is the one that we did uh, directly we work with uh, one of the trans uh, translator mark um okay. uh, and then I did the proofreading, so yeah, I, I can't get how how it can happen that. Yeah. But, well, I'll put it this way, because I think what it is, and actually we talked with Paolo about this, because Paolo was like, I don't really notice anything. And I was like, it actually makes sense because, it, yeah. It, and, and listen, I'm a little more, I also notice this maybe a bit more because frankly, I teach English as a language. Okay. So just understand that's where I'm coming from. So here. It is personality. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I didn't tell but you I'm, I'm also not a, uh, I'm not a stickler. Like I don't really care that much about like stuff. It's just that um, what I noticed because as someone who I read a lot of English from second language learners, right. Or, you know, third, fourth, fifth language learners, whatever. Right. Um, so what I noticed is that I noticed a lot of the mistakes that get made that simply come from other languages because written language is a whole other freaking game. Right. Like, yeah, you know, you guys speak like it's easy, right? Nothing like um, but then writing is just a different ball game. And I think what happens is that as a native English speaker, there's just um, like literally just syntax choices that are made where it just stops me a little bit because it's not like wrong per se. Right. Like, I, like as I'm reading, I'm yeah. like, Oh, this isn't like, I still get the meaning. It's just that it's so not familiar to how I would read it that my brain yeah, stops for swear. a second. Yeah. Right. It just feels a little off. Um, so it's almost like an uncanny Valley thing. Like it's so close to right that the way that it doesn't. Uh, it, I want to know something funny. Yeah. I want to know something funny. We had someone that was making a, a a Twitter thread about reacting to the game mm. and say the absolute same thing that you're saying, but about the Spanish version. Really? Uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, you know, we talk Spanish, right? <laughs> 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 you know that we're Chilean, right? <laughs> uh, she was like, 
Yeah, so uh, I don't know how hmm. people know that this is how not how Spanish works and all that. It's so like, yeah, wait, I I take it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are there I, different... I haven't read the Twitter thread. You, you did? It's so funny. No, that's, that's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I I watch all the hate. Sorry, I I love the. Hate. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I want the hate. Um, yeah, I think it's just the the reality of like, I don't know. It, it probably would help, but again, Chris to do stuff like having a native english speaker look through probably would would yeah assist it. no then, i get it yeah because how many languages did you have it translated in because i know there's a oh Japanese like well, 10 right? 10 yeah I think. okay so i also had a feeling that i was like it's probably wasn't um, yeah but it's different viable. it's different about english and spanish because it's the only one that we need and the only one that, that we didn't have a localization qa we the localization qa was were us <laughs> No, we had QA on English. No. Oh, yes, I'm, we did. Yes, we had. Yes, we did. We did. We did. We had. Never mind. Wait, oh, so yeah, we did. You had a Q. So, oh, yeah. sorry, like quality. What is that? Quality assurance. Uh, quality, uh, quality assurance yeah. uh, for localization, for the dialogues and all of that. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, so Alex, you are wrong, basically. Oh, I see. All right. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is that... This is not my problem. <laughs> no, not your problem. I'll put it this way. Um, not to throw shade on whoever did the QA for it, but a little bit of shade is being thrown their way. <laughs> hey, yeah. The word quality means something very different to them. But yeah. they, they fix a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, it, it was worse. Really worse. before. There's yeah. also the issue... A great job. And yeah. I try my best uh, to do in the the proofreading of that, but uh, there's limits of oh, someone with uh, there is. a second language that can do, to be honest. Exactly. And there's also just a limit to the reality that I'm sure both you and I think you said Barker, whatever, who do translation, probably stared at that script a lot. Um, and so there's a certain point, right, where like you just get to a point where you look at it and it's like, yep, good. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah, it's it's to make sense even though it shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, and again, yeah. nothing was ever nothing was ever like so agreed. Yeah, except for the get me off thing, which is just funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a typo. I that forget that one. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. That one plays LQA. Yeah, I don't, but that's an example, right? Of it, it probably if you're looking at it, it just looks fine, and then you go, "Oh wait," because I think it was literally just there was just like a word missing, just a small like two letter word. I think that's missing from it. Uh, yeah. Let me get you up or something. I don't know something like that. Anyway, get get off of you. That, let me that get off of you. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Let me get you off. Yeah. It was literally just missing that little thing. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to grill you on that, but yeah. Just something maybe to look forward someday when I'm sure you'll one day when you want to start making another game. Something to maybe think about with like English stuff. It's like having a native English speaker just take a pass at it is like yeah you know, no yeah I get it yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry you're like the sigh of I understand no I, 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 understand. <laughs> I just cry myself yeah. it's, it's fine it's another reason to cry that's all to the least <laughs> yeah it, it's it, it's kind of funny because um, even being three different teams like yeah. um you you wanna be and untold tales none of us were native english speakers oh, you know yeah. exactly yeah so yeah yeah that's... but then it's tough because most of you speak english as a language too right yeah. so like there's that thing <laughs> kind of. where kind of yeah oh i'd say <laughs> yeah at least most of you mm. yeah 
Um, anyway, that's all. Um, Paula, do you want to keep on, on, uh, wait, where are we on this now? Oh my God, guys, it's been like two hours. Yeah, let me, let me like grab my brains <laughs> from the floor because I was like, uh, where were we again? Paula, analysis. Oh, all right. Um, the other thing that I found very interesting from how you told the story was like, especially, especially like, um, on the last chapter, on the final chapter for yeah. The universe is, well, would you skip Chenyun without you doing anything and you have to like somehow get to the end of the level that way? But also how it, the, like, how do I explain this? <laughs> it matched, it matched the, the dialogue, what was being told to you, the narration, mm. so neatly. I just adore that because the more upset the narrator and I think the narrator was ever ever at mm. at that point, the more upset he seemed to get, the more chaotic the changes were. So in that way it, it almost felt like I was getting a glimpse into his mind, which I was probably doing at that point in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of the very few points of the game that the gameplay was made at the same time uh, as the dialogue. Yes. Yeah. They they had to fit each other like very precisely. Um, the whole point of the mechanic of uh, changing universes automatically was to feel like this this um, chaos. Yeah, and not having control over yeah. what you can do. Uh, yeah. You you had this control over all the game. Um, you could switch universes of will, and then it just happens, and you you can control it. And also, that... we try to to explain the, the to the player why it's a bad idea to have multiple universes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then then we did five universes at the end, and. It was a mess. And then you see why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see why. You can see why. See why. All right, you so, wanted more universe? There you go. There yeah. You go. <laughs> Suffer. <Yeah. laughs> uh, also, funny stuff is that uh, chapter nine was the last chapter we wrote, even though we had the idea what was going to happen. Uh, we didn't have chapter eight and chapter nine to connect. And once, uh, even uh, the... All that. Even the last uh, time I was, we were here. Um, uh, we didn't have chapter nine wrote in. Hmm. Yeah, uh, at that point I think we ha we we didn't have a. Yeah, no, it, it was a, it was a whole brainstorm. Like I remember uh, one one night. Um, I wrote, <laughs> that was I, that was the night. We remember yeah, like the night. we were in, in a Discord call with Vicente, just screaming at each other. What he's feeling? What what going to say? <laughs> like, it's, it's, a, it's that meme of this guy like with like, connecting the dots. Connected the, the dots. It, it <laughs> was, Sylvia. The yeah. two of us uh, on a Discord call because uh, I I wrote like um. Uh, how how things a, a, a are going to happen? A, a first iteration of, yeah. of the script, and like a sketch Aaron, of what the chapter was going to be. Yeah, and Aaron didn't like it very much. It, was, um, it felt empty, and it felt like yeah. it was not everything that was talking. It was just uh, the story that needed to move through. 
and yeah. and we discovered that just checking the other chapter, checking the what the character had been feeling until that point, uh, starting to write itself. To be honest, it was it was it, it was that point that uh, that we we presented what we were talking like, okay, this is technically just writing itself, and it's very weird and very scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. We discovered a lot of, of the characters that we didn't know until that point and, and makes sense, to be honest. Well, feeling is such a good way to go from, right? Like like writing it from character. And I have to say something that I really admired and I appreciated that you did with this was that it's it's focused in its characters. Like there's not that many. Um, you know, like there are lots of like, NPCs and other things that you'll meet, but like the core group felt um, contained and like individuals, which I appreciated because otherwise, you know, like who cares, right? Like if you don't care about yeah. the characters, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's one of those things where it's like they're actually, um, yeah, they actually felt like memorable to me and like actual like um, little people in this weird, wild world that they're going through, <laughs> <laughs> or wild universes, I suppose. Yeah. I I, I love to hear that. Um, that was like the main main intense. Uh, like to make characters that really um click with alive. Uh, also felt uh, alive to Yeah, felt alive and everyone could uh identify with at least one of the characters, you know? Um that's why we wanted to make it the more diverse as possible and <laughs> and why each one have a different hair, hair color? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. Well, in pixel art, you need it, right? I mean, the pixel art is beautiful, yeah. but like, yeah. Otherwise, it's hard to distinguish. But they've got their nice little picture icons too, which is nice. Um, yeah, when they're talking. Um. Okay. Well, what do you think, Paula? Do you do you got some more you want to go through here, or should we start to? Because we this is the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> Oh my God. Really? <laughs> probably start oh. to wind down here to wind down I would, yep i could still talk about the game like i'll die to take it away from take the mic away from me please <laughs> well any, if there's anything that power you want to add we can always add some more in another episode um you can hey. go do some chat um thank you fellas so much <laughs> for <laughs> sitting through with us and, and talking through this vlog all bit so here's I what love we're this yeah. Good. Well, we're gonna. Yeah, have... I, I I feel that you don't understand how good this feels to be honest to start talking about the game in a complete manner because we have been talking about the game like these tiny pieces uh, or like before the launch like uh, like uh, we cannot mention anything or we try to avoid spoilers and we but it just feels nice to get to. Uh, talk to people that actually played the game and, uh, into into completion. To be honest, yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> need to do I don't know part two to delve further into story, art, and music because we didn't really. <laughs> I don't that, know would that, fun. that would be yeah. fun actually. Yeah, maybe award nominated art. Yeah, award nominated art right there. Got some. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh yeah, we got nomination Giga Awards. The are the. Well, game industry global glo- global awards. industry. No game awards. No glo- game industry game awards. There you go. Yeah. Uh, awards that matter. Yeah. yeah. The, the these are the actual. Uh, uh, how you say it? Like the school and uh, no, academic awards that you, you get yeah. from global uh, from game development. 
we got nominated uh, for uh, to the animation and to the character design. I think. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um so we just want to thank uh our animator that is uh, uh our lead animator that's Diego Ramirez. Uh, Ramirez, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's okay, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank that guy uh, <laughs> uh, uh and our you know, lead artist uh, that is uh Andre. Uh, also I don't remember the last name, help. Andre Martinez. Martinez, there you go. Uh, and I'm not the producer. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm awful with names. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just to let you know, I'm not the producer. Uh, wow. I'm gonna get it. Uh, you give me uh, credit. There you the, go. The, 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 I'm gonna get it. Um, ah, also, I'm um, of course, that make the original character designs yeah. since everything hasn't changed in over five years. <laughs> well, Basically, I'll put the challenge then to Paola come up with a little format for a story episode as well then. Uh, and we'll we'll come back. I'm going to pass off to her. <laughs> um, with that, then, why don't we jump into the reason you actually came here today? It wasn't talk about your game. It's of course. <laughs> <laughs> How long to beat the game? Um, all right. So Yay. it works a little differently now. Um, so I have chosen one. And the way this is going to work, you'll send... So here's what I'm actually going to get you to do. So Vicente and Aaron, I'm going to get you to type out your, like, thoughts for main, main plus, 100%. But don't send it yet. Just type it out. Um, Because really, you send them privately, but I'll just have you two send them as a main thing. Um, So I'm going to reveal the game. We don't say what we think. You just send it to me, and then I'll reveal it afterwards, as well as a bonus category. So the game that uh, I have here today... Um, luckily it came out, it's a Game Boy Advance game. So, uh, hey, you two might, uh, might win again. Yeah. You're the only guests who ever did. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God. Yeah. So the game is Dragon Ball Z Boo's Fury. Um, <gasps> for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I played this game so much as a yeah, child. Have you? <laughs> oh, I play for, I've played I played the three versus the three. I had this like, on my backlog, please. actually, I think. I do want to play this at some point. It's so good. Oh, yeah. oh I remember this one. <laughs> nice. I, so I, I never watched Dragon Ball. But, this, but, but you played this? this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I played this. It was so fucking good. We'll type out our main, main plus, and then completionist time, what we think. And what happens is whoever gets closest wins. So for the guests, basically what I'll do is is that if you guys win, um, whichever one of Rick and Paolo is closer, they'll also win because keep it fair. Because basically this is the penult- this is like the end for us uh, for this game because whoever wins this one today gets the most points at the end, uh, gets to choose a like theme or game um, for uh, the rest of the podcast to play. So there's some pretty high stakes right now. <laughs> yeah, but sadly, I'm not going to make it, but I'm still going to try to make it for <laughs> yeah. yeah, the score is right now. I always say that and I always fail. Yeah, 13 for me, 11 for Rick, 5 for Paolo. Rick's pretty, it's pretty likely here, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to work out what the hell kind of game this is. Uh, I don't remember. It's kind of like an action RPG. Yeah. Something like that. On... <laughs> yeah, action RPG. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, I, I think. think ARPG kind of goes for it. Yeah. So I Game Boy. I thought it was the one I played it at. Game Boy. Game Boy. Here's what I'm like. Four or five Dragon Ball GBA games, and one of them is like a side scroller that I played that was actually quite good. Yeah, very, but that's very a cool. Dragon Ball. This game, is not it. Dragon Ball this C isn't game. it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had the Dragon Ball game. Not so the Dragon Ball C game. 
here's the bonus category, by the way, because there's a bonus category um, for, uh, yeah, for like two points, basically. And so what mm. I think um, I want to do here for the bonus category, oh, this is a neat bonus category, maybe. Ah, okay. Okay. How many emulated entries are there? So how many people have submitted the game as emulated? How many people have emulated the game? Yeah, have have submitted the game as emulated on how long to beat. Oh. Yeah. So that'll be a number. Can you tell us how many regular submissions there are? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) Give us a little bit of context. Of our reference. No way. I'm not giving you context for that. What are you talking about? Why would I do that? Uh, that's 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 the challenge. <laughs> All right. So what what categories are? Oh yeah. So you're giving me the hours for main, uh, main plus extras and completionist, and then you're going to tell me how many people have emulated the game. Yeah. In numbers. Three times. All right. <sighs> Rick and Pal are ready. Nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have you. I'll have Aaron. If you say you'll just send it to me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the bonus one? Bonus is how oh, many people uh, emulated entries. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were laughing at my. Uh, yes. My it's mine, pretty Alex. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, I think I'm overshooting on emulated entries, but let's go. <coughs> let's see. Okay, I've got Paula's and I've got um, Rick's. And now we'll just wait. So, uh, Visay and, and uh, Aaron, you can submit whenever you're ready. There you go. I'll change it to the DM because it's funny. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm, not, I'm not following your rule. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I love it. That's good. I like sending it to the DM. That's nice. Uh, okay. So, just waiting for one more and then we'll be ready to go. I'm I going in. Go in. Okay. Why do um, I feel I'm not going to get points and I'm stupidly undershooting this? We shall find out. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Vicente, for for also, not saying this is going to be coming. way harder for me than <laughs> usual episodes because there's so many entries. <laughs> I, was, I was writing. I wasn't thinking. What to say. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I I can't send it to here. Um. To my Discord. So the chat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twenty answers. I said I was how are you doing? All right. Oh, the anticipation is request. killing me. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, were, we weren't friends. Oh, now I feel sad. Okay, there yeah. we go. Accepted. <laughs> yes. Uh, there you go. We are okay. friends. We are friends. All right. <laughs> I've got them all. So, oh, wow. Okay, these are interesting. All of these are interesting. So, I'm going to start here with main story. So, main story on this one is 11 hours. And so, what I've oh, received oh, here... Yeah, so I remember the game really? being awfully long. Yeah, this thing got four I hours. I this game was super short. Aaron said 40 Boy. hours. <laughs> Paula said two hours. <laughs> and Rick said 10 hours. No, I remember the game was very long. So, so point, okay, to, Rick. point to Rick. The points here. All right, point to Rick. 12. Okay, so oh the next God. one here. Rick has said for main plus, Rick has said 12 hours. Uh, Paula has said two hours and 30 minutes. Aaron has said <laughs> 50 <laughs> hours. And of course, it's said long. Said, <laughs> said five hours. So. 
Oh my god. Rick Rick wins this one. It's 13 hours. Uh, So, now Rick and I are tied currently in points right now. Okay. Here we come for completionist, though. This one's interesting. So, uh, Visaya said six hours. Aaron has said 120 hours. Damn, that's a big <laughs> boy game. <laughs> Holy. Paula said three hours, and Rick has said 18 hours. My normal name. You're all just so wildly off. Um, the okay. actual number is 39 and a half hours. So my oh, my I'm, normal I'm man is closer than the over nine thousand. Yeah, so I, I remember it was so long. Why, Rick? Rick it looks like <laughs> I, I was you, awful at the game. Yeah. <laughs> like you skirted ahead of me. You're at fourteen now. Um, oh, okay. But it looks like you will not be winning extra points because uh, what we have here for the emulations, Rick has said seven, which I'll tell you right now is very off. Um, Paula has said twenty four. Dragon Balls, lol. Yeah. Paula said 24. Aaron oh said God. 40. And Vise oh <laughs> said 2,000. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm just going to say this now. Only 179 people. Only 179 people have said that they've beaten this on Hell on Me. But the actual answer is 20. Which means, Paula, you get two points. But that does mean but that at the end of the day, Rick, Rick has man. come ahead at the top with 14. Uh, me trailing close behind with 13 and Paolo with 7, which means Rick gets to choose a theme, which, who knows, we'll find out next episode what that theme is, um, for us to, uh, to, to try out. Um, I thought it was a more popular game. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll find out what Rick's decided. Will, it, will we, he get us to play Vita games? Will he get us to play Rocket League 13 or something? Cents was I don't like know. Again. Well, we already played it. <laughs> Maybe I want you to play it. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. My PS4 exploded. All right. And that's it. Yeah, there is. I'm not, not buying that not game going to play, uh, no, no, I'll, I'll be a little bit more creative. You're yeah, not going to play Don't Ball um, Of course. So that means next time we come back, we're going to do a whole new section, a whole new thing. So we'll find out what that is. Thanks for tuning in to this big old long episode. Um, thank you both for coming out and joining us. Um, hopefully we'll have you back again to do a little, maybe a new game plus on story stuff more because we only touched the surface. Um, no second without a third. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Toodaloo, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.